welcome, 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 welcome to a new year of Planning Phase Syndicate. Thank you all very much for joining us on our journey. Tonight is episode 130. For Christ's sake, we've been going for 130 episodes. Tonight, though, is going to be our inaugural episode for the year 2024. And we're here to talk about more battle over Endor leaks, as well as peek at a few of the remaining store champs. What I'm most excited about is we have a new league that we started that literally is, <laughs> is going to cover the gap between uh, the time for Nickel City League. Um, and now we're going to be playing on 312. And I'm going to start a little beef here because JJ signed up and then didn't tell me. And we can sign up as a team. And so I messaged him to say, hey, we should sign up as a team. And what JJ did is he just decided to say, hey, no big deal. I'm not going to uh, care to poops. And guess what? Now, next week, we got to play. Our teams have to play against each other. And somehow I got drafted as captain. I have no idea how that happened. But um, either which way, we have an amazing episode planned for everybody. Let's bring in my co-host for tonight. Please welcome the bench warmer himself, Mr. Alex. How are you tonight, sir? Oh, I'm doing okay. Just finding out about this 312 lead that I wasn't invited to. What's up with that? Are you not? Okay. So me and Matt were talking a little bit about this earlier. And you were invited. We did mention it on the stream more than one time. But you don't have social media. So like is there's like you like everybody goes, Oh, I have to contact Alex personally. And like that's great for you. And I'm happy that you don't use social media almost at all. But the big issue becomes is it's the same as my buddy who has a flip phone and he doesn't understand why he doesn't get text sometimes or he can't see the emojis or when we send a group text, sometimes the, the, the photo doesn't appear on his side. And it's like, hey, upgrade your life a little bit, man. Um, but <clears throat> either which way, uh, it might not be too late to join. I don't know. We've played week one, so it probably is too late. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a for fun online league that 312 Squadron has put together. Um, and we're going to get into it a little bit later tonight, kind of what the what it's about, um, if anybody is interested. So I'm going to get drafted to JJ's team this week and then play you next week, right? Nope, that Vengeance, definitely won't happen. Great. No, no, no. Not unless they kick JJ out. Then, then you can play against me. You and I just never seem to play each other, it seems so. Also joining us tonight is Mr. JJ wearing almost a matching lion's hat tonight we're twinsies we're twinsies baby because guess who's going hey. to playoffs not the giants that's not the not giants <laughs> and barely so, the lions it sounds like you are taking the captain position just so you can set up a match between me and you on next stream right i, I couldn't i can't because we lost so we lost our 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 week this week. So our team doesn't get to pick if, if it was, there was internal discussion on our, our teams where uh, me and Matt and Tim were talking about who's going to have to face JJ. And if we're just going to do a planning phase syndicate face off. And <laughs> I said, Hey, I'm all for it. I'll take JJ on, but the requirement is going to be JJ has to fly a, a extremely off meta list. He cannot fly anything meta at all. So like if the ship shows up in the top 20, ships for empire he can't fly it um and that was gonna be our challenge well luckily i'm not empire so i'm not flying anything meta so that's great oh you are flying something meta we watched your stream today you flew meta 
very much. You did do I, very well with it, but I don't, you did I fly don't, meta. I don't see anybody flying matchstick. I don't see anybody flying slider. I, I don't know. I don't see any of that. Well, just wait. When we get to some of our star champs, you'll see some of those. <laughs> um, so how was your holiday, everyone? Alex, how was your holiday? What did you do? Did you get drunk all week? Two, I get we had two weeks off. Wow. Yeah, I didn't really uh, do too much. Just went to my family's, made French onion soup for Christmas and some chili for New Year's. That's about it. Nothing crazy. Oh, so the French onion soup I'm interested in. In a second, let's talk recipes, because I also made French onion soup, but not for Christmas. It was not our Christmas dish. We had um, rib roasts. My brother-in-law bought some rib roasts and he's like, hey, you should cook these. And I was like, all right, I'll cook. I haven't cooked a rib roast because usually they're a little out of my price range, um, typically. So I, but my brother-in-law bought, bought them and I froze one and I have the other one. He must have gotten them on sale or something. And wow. we cooked one and it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I won't say it's my best one. And I would say in a smoker, it probably tastes better. But um, French onion soup, man. Like, do we we got to get Nick and it's not Nick. No, it's it's a who was debating us on soup. It was I can't remember who the hell it was. Somebody was debating on soup. It basically said French onion is like the like base McDonald's levels of soup. It's the best soup. Gosh, you got to do it right. I think it was crispy. Was it crispy? It was crispy. I know Nick was in there or not. Nick, yeah, uh, Nick Greg was, was in there. Yeah, Greg was definitely in there. I think I want to say crispy, but yeah, honestly, like the French onion soup with a with the French baguette, and especially when it's fresh, perfect. Yeah, and that's what we did. We we so we caramelized the onions like like the real way, not just like somebody throwing it in there for twenty minutes. I cooked my onions for an hour, like a freaking hour. My wife came out and she was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "This is how you properly caramelize onions." And she's like. But I'm hungry. And I was like, I know, but you got to wait another 20 minutes. <laughs> this is how this is going to work. He's like, but I can smell the bread. I was like, I know. I cooked the bread too early on accident. Yeah, you want it a little stale anyways to be like crouton to absorb the, the soup. Yeah, I had like five and a half pounds of onions in there for like two and a half hours before they were even caramelized. Wow. Well, that's five and a half pounds. That's a lot of onion. man. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was great. And we did not cook that much. It was only because the only people that will eat the soup is me. My brother-in-law ate some and the wife um, and my daughter tried it, but she's like, mm, I don't like it. But we did also a ham for Christmas. So I have the ham bone with all the excess sugar juice. Yes. And we're going to be making some um, ham and potato and leek soup there. Hey, look, it's Liam. Hey, Liam. Either way, JJ, how was your holiday? Uh, it was good. Uh, I had, um, I had. Uh, it was good to have my family up here. We hadn't uh, like had a full family Christmas in over twenty years, um, so we had a fantastic Christmas. Uh, unfortunately, I had to ruin it by getting it sick, and then by extension, apparently getting my brother sick uh, from Florida. A little bit of payback from August when he got me sick, um, but uh, we had a great time uh, just having all the family over here. We played a lot of Lorcana. Um, I got both my brother and his wife and my nephew to all buy starter decks and play. Um, but we had a blast doing that. Uh, got to learn a couple of new board games, which are really great. Um, and then my aunt came to visit from 
from South America. Uh, we she hadn't been back in the states for 15 years, uh, so we drove out to Berlin um, around New Year's. Uh, got to spend time with her and see her, and then I had some friends um, come in uh, over the this last weekend uh, from the or sorry from this weekend I should say uh, from the Middle East to visit. Uh, they're out there just doing some work, and uh, they were just visiting here for about 10 days or so. So got to spend time with them, uh, got to play some games with them as well, and uh, it was good to see them. And, uh, and yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, I do want to make a quick announcement before we go forward, and uh, I'll be posting this all over our Discord again. Uh, next weekend on Saturday, uh, I will be streaming the store championship over at Atomic Empire uh, for uh, for the event that's putting on over there. Uh, we, if you are listening, we hope to see you guys there. We're hoping to get a full um, tournament going. Um, if we do reach 16 players, we are raffling off um, some custom painted uh, ships that I had commissioned uh, for the players who are attending there. We'll be raffling them off at the end of the event. So we hope to see everybody out there. Uh, we'll be streaming the event uh, live it was, uh, there as well. Uh, so come out over there. It's going to be Atomic Empire over in Durham, North Carolina. Um, the event starts at 11 o'clock. And if you haven't signed up, uh, we'll post the link for the events on our Discord and our on our Facebook page as well. And uh, we hope to see you guys there. Awesome. We also have a store champ in Zeeland, Michigan on Sunday the 14th. Uh, hoping to get enough people to give away. Uh, technically, we have at least one, but possibly two invites. So, um, it would be awesome if people would show up. Is we're we're going to celebrate Zach's birthday in style. Um, they the store is not normally open on a Sunday, and uh, they're going to specifically open just for us. So that's awesome. Yeah, so it'll be pretty much pretty fun. Uh, we'll have the sword to ourselves. Um, speaking of new card games, Star Wars Unlimited. Um, it sucks because there's a store champ on the east side of the state for us. But they're going to do like a whole demo and pre-release party for it over here on the west side on the 20th. Um, I don't know why, other than I know Cascade Games is now actually promoting Star Wars Unlimited. Like they must be the OP company or whatever that's going to run events. Um, but I did not see them on Adepticon. So I was a little uh, weirded out that there wasn't even like uh, learn and play events or anything like that. So um we will see. We will see what they do because it would be fun. That would be fun if they just like ran like random tournaments at Adepticon for Star Wars Unlimited, like non-competitive ones that you could just pick up and play in and learn the game. So, well, all right. Well, before we get into anything league-wise or anything else, um, why don't we resurrect an old but new segment called Roll Call? In our in our roll call segment here, we like to talk about underutilized ships, ships that aren't showing up in pattern analyzer at the top of the meta, things you're not seeing a lot of people bring. Yes, some people bring them, but not a lot of people. So tonight we decided we wanted to talk a little bit about our gal Ray. Alex, what is Ray's ability and what is her title? Oh man, Ray is disgusting. Um, her ability 
is while you defend or perform an attack, if there's an enemy ship in your front arc, you can spend one uh, <coughs> one force charge to change one of your blanks to an evade or a hit result. And then you basically should always include raised Falcon title. Um, unless for some reason you're doing some sort of weird resistance double Falcon list, but you don't do that. Um, so raised raise title is... Uh, if you have two or fewer stress tokens, you can execute the red Segnor's loop maneuvers and perform boost and rotate actions even while stressed. And all those are red. Obviously, the, the, the sloops and yes. the rotate and the boost. So, And we know what upgrade... We, we, I don't know. Should we make a bet on what upgrade JJ wants to put on here? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm actually really um, have different thoughts on what <laughs> upgrades could work on her. I mean, obviously, heroic is really good if you're going to put um, like Finn Gunner. He's probably the most popular upgrade. Um, Finn Gunner allows you to add on a blank result if you have the enemy ship in your um, in your arc. Um, so, but if you're not planning to go with the rate or with the the um, the fin combo i mean there's a lot of different options up there i mean you can add leia to give her an additional force uh you could go corsella if you're really worried about mitigating stress um there's a lot of options for ray damn i i bet that you're gonna go say admiral holdo <laughs> uh i've seen there's only one person i've seen use holdo into an extremely well um like build and that is nabi nabi was excellent using holdo on ray yeah i uh i mean i think the the finn ray well one heroic should always be on there no matter what because that is silly on ray um the <laughs> finn and heroic uh, combo because you just on defense if you blank out you just add the fin die and then you heroic them you know you got free evades and if not you're still ray you can still force change one of them into an evade and um rose is super good take the target lock you can do silly things like i don't know an offense or something roll like two blanks and a focus result and then just rose tico the focus result add the fin die and look they're all three of them are blank and then just heroic that and save your lock for later so I have, I have a question and I do, I have a question about adding Hondo here, but before we get to the adding Hondo and, and some of the upgrades, I think the, I want to talk just a little bit of why, why do we feel Ray is being overlooked? Is it just because people are more comfortable flying T seventies or the, you know, the T 70 combo, which seems to be the most popular one. Um, or is Poe that much better than Ray that, People just want Poe instead. It is an I six, but you don't get the force you get with. I mean, Ray's got two bloody force, and she converts blanks, <laughs> so um, that's pretty good. Yeah, it, it's definitely really good. I think right now is the the medical right um, because when you're investing seven points of a ship into your list, you want to make sure that the rest of your list can keep up and. Um, and really provide uh, that much more value for covering the board for objectives, right? 
Um, Ray's really good at particular objectives, namely uh, like assault at a satellite array. She's a large base, can touch a lot of different points. Um, she's good in chance engagement because she can put out a lot of damage uh, with her ability, uh, which is makes her more likely to help you get those um, those half points off of ships and stuff. Um, and she she's fast uh, in the in the excuse me in the Falcon uh, with that title there being able to uh, do like a three bank boost and such, and, uh, even uh, or even a sloop and boost and really get into it. Um, but when you start comparing that efficiency uh, versus uh, breaking down her points into other ships, you can get like, you know, what we've been seeing, like five T-70s or something relevant to that. Um, that gives you a little more flexibility for the points. Um, and we've seen the five T-70 list uh, or, you know, the similar variant to that uh, do really, really well in the meta as of late. So I feel like the meta has shifted more towards that because it provides a little more flexibility than Ray. Um, as good as Ray is, she's still a one agility ship. Um, the defensiveness of her really depends on what upgrades you bring onto her. Um, if she doesn't have uh, Finn to uh, help her add on that additional die, um, she's she's gonna have a hard time staying alive, especially if she's taking two to three shots per engagement. It's tough for Ray to stay alive, and for you to retain those seven points um, before before you lose it. So I think that's why we haven't seen Ray as much because she's not retaining her points as as um as much as people were like. Nah, I think people just want to play a bunch of T seventies. I I think. I mean, Ray is just super, super, super good. Uh, but you're not seeing a lot of, like, Falcons being played. If it is, it's, like, oddly enough, Lando with just a bunch of Y-Wings. But I I am trying to think of the last time I've ever lost a Ray. Like, I just, she's so, like, I mean... If you're getting shot at by multiple ships, you take the focus token, you don't take the lock. Like, but she just deletes things, everything coming at her. Uh, she, you don't have to spend the force always for offense, too. Like, just having that for just an auto evade convert is, is super, super good. So, before we, I, I guess we should talk about upgrades, too. But before we get to upgrades, because I think there's some consensus on a couple of upgrades, such as Heroic and Finn. To me, the heroic and Finn feel like a heavy staple. Like that's kind of a there's zero reason not to bring them with the points loadout you have. Um, but the the question I have is do you bring three T70s with her? Or do you bring two T70s or I'd say two four point ships, a three point and a two point ship? That's my preferred kind of uh ray build. Yeah. Is two four pointers, a three point and a two point. Mostly because I think the four point, the jump from three point ships to four point ships is really big in resistance because it's going from like a Y wing or an A wing to a T 70 that does stuff. Um, and BB 8 is still really solid. Like you're not, you don't lose as much downgrading from a three to a two. And you want you automatic target priority on BB 8, right? That, that's what and we just, agreed upon. Just, just auto, yeah. just ATP, nothing else. No, you just give up the <laughs> just, yeah, just, just don't need the three other points. Ugh. <laughs> so are you bringing two X-Wings? Are you bringing, well, you could bring Lulo and an X-Wing, or in this list, are you bringing two X-Wings for the beef? Uh, ooh. 
do I say what people should fly or what I personally fly? <laughs> uh, what people should fly, not what you personally People fly. should probably fly 270s, two T-70s. They should probably just bring, like, LO, Snap. Their choice of a three-pointer, probably. I've seen a lot of Jarek. You can get away with a Y-Wing, although it kind of depends on what else you're bringing because uh, they tend to be slower. I mean, the resistance Y-Wings, like, they, they're mobile. Like, they have the boost. They got three banks. The blue three straight is nice, but they, they don't fly in the way that like Snap Waxley does, right? Where he's three banking boosting or three harding boosting a lot. Yeah, I think LO and Snap are pretty. I mean, I think the pro, LO is a staple at four points. You get the I5. She is pretty bloody good when it comes to, you know, turnaround maneuvers. Um, not as she's, e- it's easier to proc than, you know, how about that? There you go. Like Nina, <clears throat> you could proc him and that's fine. But like, and he does a bunch of stuff. But if you're looking for an easy ship to fly, Elo's like just top of the line easy ship to fly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, I agree. in the Ray list that I bring, that also my buddy is probably going to be running at Worlds 2. It's uh, a super, super fast list. So it's like Ray, Lulo, Snap, BB-8, Merle. So it's like very front-loaded offense, but all the ships are super, super fast. You get free boosts with um, Snap. You get an A-wing. You get two A-wings in there, and then BB-8 does BB-8 things. Yeah, it sounds like you're you're going in there to eliminate uh, a ship, right? Like that—that's your intention to go concentrate on a ship and just make sure that it's gone by the end of that first engagement. Yeah, I think Ray pretty much has a positive matchup. Basically, any ship in the game. Like, I don't think there's a ship that can out joust Ray, especially multiple rounds. Yeah. So, I mean, and then adding something like Merle in there for your three pointer instead of like Jarek. Uh, if you can block and get that bullseye, uh, having one less agility die is really, really bad for a lot of ships. All right, let's talk upgrades about that. So, I'm going to ask. Before we talk about what you should do, I'm going to ask, is Hondo ever an option? Would Hondo just be memeing? Or, like, I mean, Ray's got two fours. You could fit Hondo on there. Hondo's, what, seven points or eight points? I have to look. He's eight points, yeah. So you could technically fit... Yeah, you could... You could technically fit Hondo, Finn, Heroic, and the title, and you still have six points left over for whatever you want. Like, you could still run another crew... You just can't run Rose, right? Like, you could run Corsella. I don't know if that's really that good. You can run um, Contraband and Engine Upgrade if you really want to. I mean, there's a lot of things you could run. So I'm just going to ask a question, especially in a five-ship list. Is Hondo good? Because now you've all of a sudden got a Ray that is somewhat self-sustaining, then has the ability to coordinate another ship. So... For example, you could coordinate a Temin, you could coordinate a Lulo, you could coordinate anybody. Well, you can't coordinate Lulo because she's always stressed. So anybody (laughs) um, is Hondo worth it? Because then or you could also do the jamming shenanigans. So you're essentially giving Ray a range to jamming for um, for herself. And she's a large base ship. So, Alex, do, do you feel Hondo is even something you would consider? Or is it too gimmicky for meta? 
I feel like if I'm gonna like run a Falcon that gives other ships actions, I just run Lando instead of Hondo, right? Like Ray is there to kill things, and when you're bringing Hondo instead of Rose, you're a lot less self-sufficient because you're not getting the target locks for essentially free. Um, so that's really kind of iffy because anyone that's like a higher pilot skill than Ray or like shoots before Ray, you just roll up with a focus. You just take the lock on defense. So you still have like a, a focus target lock shot going back. So when you don't have Rose, that's like, it might not be in lock range or you might just, uh, that, that Rose lock is so critical. I think to Ray being self-sufficient that if you bring Hondo, like theoretically, I, I see what, how it works. It's just there's the, the whole other ship that just does that better than <laughs> the same chassis. Fair enough. So, w- what is the ideal build then? We we we've talked about Finn and and heroic. Those are probably the staples. I think Rose is probably up there. Though Rose is nine points. Um. So, what would you build, Alex? What would your ideal build be? Uh, so with the remaining five points after Heroic, Rose, and Finn, I do Contraband, Novice Tech. Uh, novice Tech is super, super good on Ray because you'll 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 get crits, right? Those are the last things you, you end up canceling. And basically, you only have two agility dice. So um, things like structural damage is really, really bad for Ray. And weapons failure is really, really bad. Uh, so novice tech being able to flip those over the turn you get them is, is, is huge. Yeah. Um, I always prefer contraband over engine. Most people put engine, and I have no idea when they're boosting with Ray because my Ray never boosts. <laughs> Even like in the early game, when I'm like, yeah, maybe I can boost here, I never had a reason to ever boost with Ray. Or and if I did, I could still one straight or two straight or two bank out of it and clear the stress. Rather have that contraband for the second or third time that I like do a sloop. Because slooping behind someone with Ray and then you still get an action is really disgusting. You just hit super, super hard. Because Ray probably only needs like three shots to take out most shifts. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, for me, I've I played Ray quite extensively um, in the beginning of 2.0, and there are a lot of times, especially if you're playing her like a knife fighter, uh, where you need to get her into a better position uh, for like a range one shot. And if you're sleeping and you you know obviously can't take any other action other than that boost, um, getting into that range one shot to like guarantee those four dice uh, can be really really great. Um, the other upgrade I think that was worth mentioning um, for for Ray is including um, Rose uh, Rose Crew I believe uh, that can uh, spend a blank result uh, to acquire a lock on the attacker uh, or the defender. any result and, uh, yeah any result which is Usually critical blank, because so. <laughs> you, right but if you get a focus result and the rest are blanks you can heroic those blanks that's true which is what makes yes. it really really good on Ray. With her that army. is very true. Yeah. 
And I think that's definitely um, worth mentioning um, for this build because that really helps uh, Ray conserve her force on offense. Um, so that way you have a way of mitigating those blank results um, if you're rolling them, um, just making you a little more accurate when you're um, when you're attacking ships. So uh, that is something to consider for for a loadout for Ray. There's a very niche, like, you can kind of see if someone takes false transponder codes um, for, like, the last five points or so because of just having rows. Like, they shoot you an offense. If they didn't spend the... Um, well, okay, so if you're shooting on offense... And then you like add your fin die, whatever, and you rose that one. You acquire target lock on them. You jam off their stuff before they have roll their defense dice, which is pretty cool. Uh, but also, like if they didn't spend their their uh, like focus or target lock when they attack you, you can rose one of your defense dice, get a lock on them, and jam that off. Yeah. So like that's true. occasionally people will bring false transponder codes. I've also seen um, like patience like engine upgrade patients or contraband patients. But I just think that's that's more defensive Ray, but that's kind of not why you're bringing Ray. You want Ray there to just delete ships off the board. Yeah. And she does that really, really well. Well, all right. Well, I think that kind of does it tonight for our roll call discussion. We will be discussing more underutilized pilots. Um, that one was an Alex suggestion. So we'll kind of let the guys say, Hey, this is an underutilized. I, I was doing upgrades, but I look kind of like the pilot thing better. I think I feel the pilot thing is easier to discuss than an upgrade. Um, because not all upgrades are equal when it comes to ships, whereas the ship and the pilot is just there. Like it doesn't change. So. <clears throat> and like put things in perspective, like, I'm on like advanced starting computer, right? And they're ranking like how many lists of like major tournaments Ray's been in. And Ray's in like 140 lists. Like Scorch in the FO is in 142. Like Scorch has taken more than Ray. Lorier has taken more than Ray. Like Ray has nine more instances more than Boy Backstabber. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really impressive that like. She's so far like Grievous has taken five less times. Oof. And, and a lot of people play resistance, right? Like that's how shockingly low Ray ranks in like yeah. all pilots. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason we want to have these discussions is as we go into worlds, we've got three months in three in three months, we're going to be at worlds. Right. And the idea behind you being able to find something that isn't, quite meta might surprise some of your opponents is is going to be a fun task in my opinion um and and like i know jj and alex are both very similar they have play styles and then they also have the desire to not just fly meta crap all the time um so th this segment to me feels very up our podcast alley yeah definitely all right, so why don't we talk a little bit about 312 League and a little bit about Adepticon. Um, so Adepticon is in three months. They opened the queues up for um, 
purchasing LCQ tickets, and they also decided that they were going to start handing out um, some of the wins or the for the invites uh, for people. So you should be getting an email. If not, you can email them. Um, I don't know how often or if all the stores have turned them in, but I do know that that is by the end of the month, you should have them. When I looked this morning, there was 128 LCQ tickets. So I'm assuming that's the guaranteed L spots for um, getting in or being able to play into worlds. Now that does not mean that they're going to take 128. I think last year we had 128, right, Alex, or 120 or something like that. I thought we had a lot more than that. Did we? I don't recall. Maybe it was 160. I don't yeah, remember. I it was like 160 or something because I I got mine in like the very very last like wave of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right, because they opened more of them up. That's what they did. Uh, so they start out with 128 tickets. Uh, last I checked, there was like 52 left. I have not checked in the last couple hours. Um, but if you want, you could get your ticket if you don't have it from a sword champ and be able to play in the LCQ. Um, but otherwise, um, for Adepticon, we will be planning once store champs are done, we're going to be doing kind of a recap segment. Um, on and off uh, for the next couple of months, talking about what lists you're going to see, uh, teching against some of them. What do you want to fly? Um, obviously, there's going to be some different takes um, because should you bring scum to worlds? Is that something you should be doing? Um, should you bring CIS to worlds? Um, there was, if you actually go through and look at win ratios of of different lists, CIS has a very high win ratio but it does not have a high cut ratio, right? So it's winning lots of games, but it's not winning sword champs and it's not taking down, um, you know, all the top tournaments, but we'll get into all of that into the future for that. Um, I will encourage you if you are, if you, if you would like to um, hang out, I am at this point planning to attend at least for a couple of days. If I can convince our whole local group to go, um, I will be there with everybody else. I'm hoping they do a Star Wars Unlimited demo there. That would be really awesome. Um, I've officially written off Shatterpoint. So if you have any interest in buying a brand new Shatterpoint kit that has literally never been opened, that's sitting up on that shelf up there, uh, let me know. I will happily sell it to you. Um, and I can, I'll save you shipping and even bring it to Adepticon uh, with me. So... JJ, you got plans? You're going to try to make it out to Adepticon to hang out with us again? Yes, definitely. Definitely uh, getting that into the works here. Um, still haven't confirmed my slot as of yet, but that's definitely in the works for me to uh, head over to Adepticon and see all of you wonderful people over there. Yeah. And Desi, yes, I'll happily hang out and drink your maple, Canadian maple whiskey. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, um, but, yeah, so we had... <laughs> I probably should. We probably should figure out where we're staying or who's staying. Um, but there's a discussion about, um, you know, like, I don't know if people are staying on site or people want to get a Airbnb. I know. I think Greg is coming. I think Greg's yes. coming. He said he was coming. Um, obviously, Greg's not going to play in Worlds, but he's going to stand on the other side of the table and make fun of us. Um, so if I don't fly CIS, though, Greg, what are you going to make fun of me for? Like last time he just sat there and kept calling me a coward because I ran Django. So. <laughs> um 
I don't know if I don't run Django. So I feel like I have to run Django or Zam like so that he can stand on the other side of the table and call me a coward. Because I'll tell you what, when he did, I did a lot better because it pissed me off. And I was like, I'm not a coward <laughs> for running CIS. This is not the top list. What are you talking about? Um, yeah. But uh, any either of you have anything about Adepticon you want to talk about? Um, I know we'll be touching on it in the future. Well, it's, it's going to be a great time. I mean, we're, we're just based on the amount of events I've been out to this season, um, you know, just seeing the the whole atmosphere for all the players that come out to play a, a lot of these large events. Um, it's it's always been a fun time. Um, I've been really fortunate to go out to PAX and to uh, Nova Open and Richmond Open uh, this year, and every single one of these events have been great. Um, I, it's going to be even better at Adepticon. Uh, so if you're on the fence, I highly suggest you go. It is such a fun time. Uh, you get to meet so many players over there that you probably only know via Discord. Um, and I, I really do suggest, yeah, you know, checking it out. It's just it's such a, a great time to uh, go out and uh, and experience the event out there. And you can bring beer for Alex, because if you want to beat Alex, you just got to start feeding him enough like high weight beers in the morning. And by noon, he's not going to care enough to, about X. He's just going to play. And if you'll either win or lose <laughs> and he will just laugh and not care. And it'll be like, man, whatever, guys. Hey, no, no, I need to drink in order to do well at next swing. <laughs> I just got to not bring the beer with me because then I end up not moving the beer and putting my ships in a suboptimal path. <laughs> All right. Anything from you, Alex, on Adepticon? Or if not, we'll move on. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, we'll figure it out eventually. I'm going. I'm excited. First Worlds was last year, so super cool that I get to do it again. And I get to be JJ in real life. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> Maybe we don't know. We, we haven't I don't even seen... know if JJ has legs, honestly. So like, <laughs> it's gonna be a shock to me. JJ, you got to wear your Catan shirt too. <laughs> yeah, right. Nobody's gonna recognize me without the the lion's hat and the Catan shirt now. Yeah. Yep, you have to wear the Lions. I mean, I'll tell you what. What? So when is the? I don't even know when the Super Bowl is. If they go to the Super Bowl, you'll have a good Christ. reason to actually wear it. So. <laughs> you can say yeah, Christ all you want, but I'm just saying is uh get me give me give me the Lions in the Super Bowl. Um let's talk a little bit about uh 312 Squadron League. So essentially they are teams of three. Uh we are they were play if you didn't have a team, they placed you at random. So I think like Crispy, his dad, and his sister are all playing on one team. JJ abandoned me and obviously did not want to be on the same team as me. Uh, given my performance in NCX League. So uh, he was like, nope, not going to hang out with Tanner. Uh, and then I got I got uh, drafted to be the captain. So the name of our team is The Rule of Three. Um, and we have a cool little Darth Sidious, or not Darth Sidious, a Darth Bane logo that uh, Nick made for us. So that was pretty cool. Um, and we decided we're just going to play for fun. So we're not going to be super serious uh, in it. So if I get paired up against JJ, he's just not going to be super serious. I'm going to, I'm going to literally meme. Maybe I'll run like all eight point droid or two point droids and give JJ a four point bid. That's what I'll probably do. Just run Ray with. Hondo. I can't. I, I can't. If I got, if I had run resistance, Ray. I could 100% Alex. If I had resistance, I would 100% run Ray and Hondo together just because now that we talked about it, now I want to do it. 
Um, <laughs> whether it's good or not, I don't care. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of what the three one two league is. We have uh, we play for three weeks. Um, this week, the interesting thing is uh, one of my team members played and they drew ten to ten, and then did a roll roll and won. So then I played this afternoon. I played Obi Wan. It was jokey because we talked about it before. And he's like, are you going to run a super serious list? I was like, nope, not at all. I'm just going to run a joking list just for the hell of it. Um, NCIS, obviously. And he, uh, he, we, we, I ran a droid swarm with Watt and we ended our game 10 to 10 because I stupidly forgot and should have tried to kill um, one of his torrents. And instead I thought I had more damage into, uh, that C3P into Bo-Katan and like I had two blank outs basically on three dice attacks that were like did one damage um and if they had hit I would have won but we tied and then I lost on the roll off but two of us went 10 and 10 <laughs> had to do a road roll for for victory so that's nice impressive that's hard to pull off <laughs> yeah nick i don't think nick believed it i think nick thought we were like messing around and i was like no no no, we're not we're we're, we're we were super serious that like we we played the game i mean we joked the whole time but um if you've never played against obi-wan like you, you should like he's hilarious to play against um and he's he's a smooth talker though don't don't listen to what he's saying he'll <laughs> he'll he tried to get me to shoot discords like once or twice and like it's like, oh no, I didn't really try to get you. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You wanted me to shoot Discord to get rid of my calculate. Um, but then <laughs> you can either roll like my droids either roll good greens or bad greens. It was like never like I either blanked out or I would roll like two evades and then a focus and have calculates. But I'll tell you, Kraken, I really wish Seer could take Kraken. Um, because oh man, I would I would go back to a, a Seer droid swarm. That's what I would do. That would be fun. My whole list got to move before his list. That was the best part. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, I just go into position everything. JJ, you, you're playing in the league um, to, yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah, I got to uh, play against Will Scott today on stream for 312. Uh, it was a uh, Rebel Sources Resistance face off on uh, a Salvage Mission. And uh, it, it, the dice just did not work out for Will, unfortunately. I felt bad. Um, I mean, when when you mistakenly dial in, um, and by the way, I, I went over two obstacles. I flew over two obstacles. Um, I mistakenly dialed the two bank into my Ricole instead of doing a three like he should have. Um, so he ended up with just a focus. He ended up in range one of Luke Skywalker, range one of Hole Oaken, and uh, in Bullseye of a Proton Rocket uh, from Thane and survived that encounter uh losing only a single shield um so that's that's just the level of like bad dice will had uh for for that particular match um it uh, ended up um being 15 to 9 at the end of the game um after a concession uh but uh, will is still a, a great uh great person to play against and uh uh just wish him luck for the next uh, the next round So, yeah, so you'll probably hear about that from us um, quite a bit uh, over the course of the next, uh, I don't know, six weeks. I think we play six weeks, right? Yeah, I believe six weeks. Yes. Yep. 
Um, they are also at Adepticon doing something called an unconventional warfare league, um, which some of me kind of hopes to scrub out so that I could just go play that. Um, because I don't know what it is like a hundred percent. Like what it says it is, is it's like a three plus days event focused on squad building options. Um, so like that just sounds fun, right? I'm assuming that means they're going to give us weird challenges. We go build a list and then we get to play each other. So, um, I don't know. I'm, Alex, maybe if you scrub, maybe we could both get drunk enough that we scrub out the first day <laughs> and then we could just go play that the next day. So I'm tempted to just buy us tickets right now. But it's like a $60 cost. Um, but you will get a bunch of prize wall tickets. So like that is the um, that is the 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 benefit uh, is you're going to get a ton of prize wall tickets is the way they're making <coughs> it. Down. Hey, that's um, that's a big plus. So uh, so it's kind of like, hey, pay us 60 bucks and then we're going to give you a bunch of free stuff. Um, I have no idea what the prize wall is going to be. Uh, we'll hopefully they'll share some images later on. We're going to skip over that piece of it for now so i don't know i don't know i'm kind of excited uh hopefully everything is really cool looking i don't know yeah i'm sure you know after last year they had the um the 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 my gosh from star wars rebels uh all those uh, those templates uh for them for uh phoenix squadron and stuff and they look amazing um i'm sure that this year uh they're gonna have even better prizes or if not at least the same quality awesome all right you guys ready to talk a little bit about battle of endor that's it all right so this week we had a battle of endor And they have three ships, one we knew about, two we don't know about. And then we if you scroll down, we have all these other pilots. So what do you guys want to talk about first? The the bat the weird card reveals on the back or the excess pilots? Just do the, re- uh, the the cards real quick because we don't know their upgrades, unfortunately. It's just their abilities. Awesome. So the first one is i can't even read that so Hammer some, sojan there you go it was a 1.0 pilot oh is he yeah it was garbage in 1.0 no one played him all right do you think it's gonna be garbage <laughs> now read what's what's okay what is the pilot ability there you go there you go um yeah so this pilot ability it's an rz1 it has the vectored cannon so you don't have the link any action into boost uh, normal base stat line, deny two. Uh, while defending, you may gain one strain token to change up the two of your blank results to a focus result. Which seems really good. As long as you only get shot at by one person. <laughs> You're an I2, so that's probably not going to happen. You're probably going to be dead right away. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh, interesting. I don't know. Uh, I mean, if it's like three points, then it's not a bad like filler pilot right um i guess in rebels you can stack multiple focus tokens as well um so we'll see what the upgrades are obviously one of them is going to be it's a trap and then it's got a cannon yep i'm guessing proton cannons I'm that's guessing my proton guess. cannons too but i'm upset that it's not like a double cannon iconography on yep. there that just bothers me 
So maybe it's a new canon we've never seen. Is is there another canon in Star Wars that starts with a P? Maybe do they have passive assault cannons? There you go. We have something that's silly and can do nothing. It'll be like jamming and tracking today. That that second letter is an R. It looks like an R to me. So I really think it's going to be proton cannons, uh, which would be great for you know an I two. You know, since he's always going to have something in bullseye I two. <laughs> Counterpoint. But, uh, Gendon <laughs> has proton cannons in the Battle of Endor pack, and that does have a oh, double cannon yep. icon. Yep, good point. Good point. So it might just be something new. Which would be kind of interesting. I wonder what it is. Yeah, definitely. All right, JJ, what's the next one? So the next one here is going to be Maus Moner. Uh, it's going to be an Initiative 3 TIE Interceptor. Um, it does come with one shield and three hull. And its ability is after you perform an invade action, you gain a calculate token, and it does come equipped with sensitive controls on that chassis. That seems super good, too. Hopefully it comes with Juke. Yeah. Can you imagine that at an at, at, at three points, right? Give me that thing at three points. No idea what the upgrades are, but it's got a free shield upgrade on it. And you get calculate evade, so you're double modded to some extent. Yeah, I can't imagine they're going to give us Juke, but there is a talent slot at the top. So I don't know. Was there a talent slot? What have we seen any other in- interceptors? I think I deleted the cards just, already. Uh, just um, uh, Soonsier fell, and I think they've had and Sapphire uh, and Sapphire. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, they so. both had no escape. Well, I don't. Soonsier didn't because no, Soonsier still had no escape. Yeah, I'm assuming they're all going to get no escape, and all the rebels are going to get it. it's a trap. Sounds about right. Yep. But I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, I four points with Juke would be cool. You know, kind of an annoying ship to kill. I three. You'd almost have to. You'd almost have to shoot it because it's an I three. Because if you don't kill it, it's going to be nothing but hell to get you know through. Right. Yeah, I mean that'd be. I think it's cool. It's an I three. It's got sensitive controls. Like you probably understand where it's going. So shouldn't be oppressive, but it seems cool. Extra health is always nice. Free extra health. <laughs> All right. The last one is wedge. Another wedge. A battle of Endor wedge. So okay, I have a question. Are we you know how like everybody calls the other ones boy? Do we get to see call this like buoys? Is that like what we're gonna call this? Buoys or do we get to call it booze or B? I don't know. What, what are we going to like nickname these stupid ships? B-O-E. Okay. Okay. Just screw like you. All right. You're, you're done. Bowies. <laughs> Bowies. Thank you. See? Just Bow, like if anything. They'll be, be Bowies. We're going to be hanging out with the Bowies. We like David Bowie. Like, that's what we need is a pilot named David. We're not going to get that. But that would be even cooler. That'd be, there you go. That, there's, that's AMG thinking ahead of the times. <laughs> um, so Wedge's, Wedge's ability he's he's back at I6 baby we got him in I6 here um, and and he gets an extra shield mm-hmm. uh, I so I don't know why he gets an extra shield but let's give Wedge an extra shield here um, after you perform an attack that hits gain one focus token so you can essentially use your focus token and then get one back I feel like this Wedge is going to have to be coordinated but this is an aggressive wedge, right? This wedge has got predator on it, right? 
It's got the APTs. Um, I don't know what R is that RZ or R2A3. R2A3. It's uh, after you perform an action, you can spend one charge to gain a lock. Oh my God. Yes. So you can uh, be wait. double modded. <laughs> yes, you just roll up double modded with wedge. Um, I like the fact that he gets a deplete token after he does the boost. Uh, so you can't just like focus boost R2A3 lock and then still get five dice with advanced proton torps. I, I like that it's still like a four. So you can't do uh, what you kind of can do with them now. Yeah. Yep. And of course it has the it's a trap, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's well, got a lot of rerolls. Yeah, he, he gets all he's going to get all the rerolls. Um, I don't know, like and if they drop this before worlds. No, hold on. I'll, I'll save that for the end of the conversation. We'll have that at the end of the conversation because I think that's very important. But I think that if this is legal for worlds, I think this is a contender depending on points cost. Like, would you take this over Luke? Over boy um, Luke? Ooh, that's so. So assuming they're both five points is what you're saying, right? So, uh, yes. Okay. So if, assuming over uh, if there if this comes in at five points, I would actually consider this over Luke. Um, the reason being is that Wedge is always going to have a a token. Um, his his um, his linked action uh for focus into boost is very very strong especially since you don't have to sacrifice your um you don't have to sacrifice your your like attack value for that um and even the barrel into focus linked action is really really good for wedge so this is a wedge that can go in arc dodge if he needs to or boost into a shot if he needs to and uh and do really really well at i6 um, so he's going to uh, really be able to go out there and contest uh, like a lot of um, uh, I-6s that we see, namely Vader, um, definitely be able to bully a lot a lot of the I-5s uh, like Kylo and stuff, especially if he's able to arc touch him. <coughs> so I think that this is going to be a very, very good piece um, if it comes in at five points. And, and the other thing, too, is if, if you bring Hera, right, like now you now Hera becomes a little bit more important to some extent or oh, yeah. ahsoka ahsoka if ahsoka would come down to four points you would see ahsoka all over the place but hera almost like you can do your double mounted shot twice right like it won't be both apts but you know like yeah. you can have hera can give you and, and it's interchangeable right so um you know, and, and the question i have right another question i have is it says after you perform an attack that hits gain a focus token right so if you don't have a focus you can get another focus if for whatever reason Hera gives you the focus to spend you still get another damn focus right and so it's 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 crazy some of the interactions with some of these other rebel pilots that it, this thing's gonna have yeah i mean and if you take a look at one of the the archetypes rebels that we haven't seen much of as of late the heritani list you know you can um if this replaces luke yeah you can fit in benthic two tubes that can carry uh perceptive co-pilot um and give out extra focus tokens um or you can run them with uh with jen urso um and that way when wedge acquires that focus token you could change it into an evade token um so and that works really really well especially if you get hera to shoot uh, a mag pulse uh, on the target that wedge is about to attack to um it's it's super super powerful to have this other i6 piece 
um, in the list to to go in there and um, and really like contribute and and do a, like a really solid punch to soften it up for the rest of the list. Yeah, I don't know. I, so far, outside of if we get those tight defenders in really cheap, um, if they give a, to us at five or six points, um, outside of that, I really like this wedge. Like this wedge, I feel as long as it's priced appropriately this is going to come in um this is going to come in i in my opinion to play here uh pretty quickly oh yeah how much do you think uh the other pilots will come in do you think uh gember is going to be worth uh like three points or four yeah. points? well if it's a proton yeah i still think three points because it's an i2 i don't think you can if you put them at four points i mean i have Tycho. i could say Right, you yeah. know, like, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I could take Jake for Christ's sake again, you know, I don't know, like, I just, I don't see that I two being worth four points. And for Mouse, I think that's still a four point chip. Uh, I mean, yeah, that is a really just, good, yeah, um, objective getter. Is it better than Lorier? That's the question. Yeah. Well, it has one more health more than Lorier, and it's going to be double modded. Um, and I mean, yeah, uh, you still got sensitive controls. Um, so you're going to be able to barrel out of a block if you need to, um, or boost it out of a block. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's going to be pretty solid. Yeah. It's just the evade calculate and an extra shield. I think just makes it better than Lurier and I love Lurier. All right, so yeah, and you know it's funny, <laughs> like they're gonna have a whole scenario that we're gonna talk about, but I don't feel like I don't feel as close to the scenarios as I feel like I just want the other pilots to play the game. <laughs> like, can you guys new stop content. giving us? Don't don't give me scenarios. Just give me new pilots. You know, like um, you make make these type of pilots. I guess I don't care. Um, it's all right. So. This pack is obviously going to be all standard loadout cards. So essentially, according to the back of this box, we are going to get a bunch of revamped pilots and some new ones I've never even heard of. Alex, which one do you want? Do you want Rebels or Empire? I can do Rebels, I guess. All right. So they're bringing uh, Arvel back, which makes a lot of sense because that was the A-Wing pilot that crashed into the ship, right? And that's why Arvel can shoot at range zero. I wonder what new ability. I hoping it's um, like built in built in Denmenchwich. Basically, right? like the <laughs> the um, what was his name? Jack, Jack Borkins, kind of the <laughs> the unstable sublight yeah. things. Or bring back one point oh Oiken ability. Just when you ram people to do damage, that'd be funny. Oh yeah! Oh. oh my god! Just run into someone, you know, hit crit. You both take whatever result. That'd be great. That'd be super funny. Uh, I don't know. So that, that one's going to be cool. Gamer, so Jane, we already went over. Tycho looks disgusting as well with that procket and the reloads. And they're still shooting it while disarmed. Uh, we have B-Wings in this pack. In fact, three B-Wing pilots. Adon Fox, who is uh, the Blade Squadron leader guy uh, i've got a new version of braylon and gina i wonder if they their abilities play off of each other that'd be kind of interesting 
because I think they were together. Yeah. 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 Yeah, look at all this Star Wars lore that I know. Randomly. <laughs> uh, so that's really cool. Um, I'm sure we'll play off stress. I wonder if they'll bring back any of the old 1.0 abilities for the B-Wing. Um, like Nira Dantel's, that'd be cool just to shoot the, the, the Torp outside of your arc again. That was always super funny to play. Yeah. No, 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 we don't. <laughs> We have it with um, mm. Vanessa Doza. You can just do it with a B-Wing. Mm. We're going to get bombs on these B-Wings. No. No. <laughs> There's no. We can have bombs. There's no trajectory simulator. All right. Um, <laughs> yes. They're standardized. Um, and then we're having three X-Wing pilots. One of them obviously being that Wedge. One of them being Yendor. Who's like a Twi'lek pilot. And Candy Idelli, I don't know. It might be I, like an Adele situation. Idel, Idel. Yeah, I have so no idea I, who that is. I'm really excited for this pilot, mainly because when they kill that pilot, I can say, "Oh my God, you killed Candy." That's the only reason I'm excited <laughs> for that pilot. That's it. And then uh, you're gonna have Lando, who is incredible. Yeah. Um, that Lando looks disgusting, and I'm pretty much just enjoy all versions of Lando. We we know. You need a <laughs> I'm Team Lando shirt. Yeah. So that's that's cool. I was it's uh ten pilots for both sides. It's nice that we're getting um B wings as a surprise, right? Because they only leaked like some of the X Wing and the A Wings and Lando. So surprise B Wing. That's fun. Makes sense given that that's their movie, right? But uh I'm excited. So Kendi Idel is from Iloth. And I guess she used to fly for the Empire. And she used to room with Sienna Ree. Oh, so there's from that comic. Yeah, so there's that. I guess she's. it says she's excellently skilled with a blaster, able to shoot three flying targets in just one second. So I wonder if she'll get like a cluster missiles or maybe she'll get her own special. Just give her missile. Connie's ability. There you go. Oh, Real no, things. no. <laughs> No rebels. So after, no rebels does hit, not need can, that. After you hit, you can spend a focus to flip a, a charge or flip a card or something like that. After you hit, spend a focus, continue shooting. So <laughs> she was on Thane Kyrell's squadron. That's Corona. Wow. Uh, and she her job was to protect other squadrons as they penetrated the Death Star. So she's going to have some sort of a defensive ability. That's that's what she'll have, guaranteed. She has to. If the defender's nice. not damaged, reroll one defense die. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that would be, actually would be that. I think that would, that would be pretty cool. So I want to know why they, suit? huh? A rebel service uh, like a reverse A. So Yendor is from Ryloth, and is a Twilic, like you said, male Twilic, I guess. Um, I don't know. She was also in the Corona Squadron. Oh, so that's interesting. So they must be picking that one comic, right? Um, that's what it looks like. It's just Blade Squadron and like Corona Squadron. And then the people who actually showed up on screen there. And and yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He also was in the New Republic. Interesting. So future pilot probably for the resistance. 
<laughs> Maybe if we're lucky, right? And they got a ton of history on this dude. I've never heard of this dude. This must be a comic I've never read. Yeah, Fallen Stars, some of that, right? I don't know. I just briefly looked them up because I'm just yeah. like, I wonder what this character is. Oh, <laughs> is Sting awkward. is Sting Kyrell was in the was an Imperial or no? There's some he sort was, of. I think he was a defector. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! You know what? He's a, a he's a pilot that used harpoon guns. Ooh, bring back harpoon missiles. Perfect. No, no, thank you. You know what? It's called barrage. It, no, it's called diamond boron missiles. That's that's what harpoon missiles is. So we got it. We're good. We're covered. And harpoon <laughs> missiles were just terrible. The worst thing to ever play against. Yes. I like. Uh, they were significantly worse than even cruise missiles. Yes, absolutely. All right, so let's take a look at the um, at the Empire here. So uh, I, I got to say, I am disappointed that we're only getting two TIE Defender pilots, uh, mainly because I love just engineering and I wanted to get at least three pilots. But, hey, you know, we get what we get. So we got Captain Yor, uh, which was uh, previously spoiled back at last year's Adepticon. Uh, we got Colonel Jendon, uh, who was recently spoiled. He's that I-6 Defender. Uh, Mouse Moneri, uh, that's that pilot that's on the box there. Sapphire 2, uh, previously spoiled. And the TIE Interceptor, soon to your fell as well. Uh, Lieutenant Helsby, we haven't seen this one come in the TIE Fighter, uh, as well as Major Mianda uh, in the TIE Fighter and Scythe 6 in the TIE Fighter. And then we're going to get two more TIE Bombers uh, filling out Scimitar Squadron, Scimitar 1 and Scimitar 3. Uh, because they apparently are running out of names for the Imperials <laughs> coming in here <laughs> to fill out the rest of the uh, of the squadron here. So it's good to see that we get at least four chassis on both sides uh, getting extra pilots. And um, and yeah, that's just going to offer even more options for uh, for both factions to uh, to field on the table. So before we get into so I have a side tangent, am I allowed to do a side tangent? since we don't have a ton of content tonight. Am I allowed to I'll be tangent Tanner? I I do have one myself, but go ahead. All right. So so I want to what we're going to get into in a minute is discussing points updates a little bit and what this could mean before world. But before I, I want to talk about this, I have like a side tangent because I, I feel like so you, you say, hey, here we have these two unnamed pilots, right? And I won't lie and say that, you know, they some of the unnamed pilots in some of the other packs were kind of meh um except for technically when you play siege of coruscant the um droids that are unnamed are actually pretty good in that scenario with those ion missiles they're actually really good um but there could be a reason for this right do you feel so let's let's pretend here that we're amg shoes they don't want to create a whole bunch of new ships because they are not being very imaginative and it's cheaper to create new cards and we obviously know that they like these standard loadout cards. Could we see a change with all non like non name pilots moving to some sort of a standout loadout card? Right. Like, so we basically like so uh, and I'll be honest with you, this, this is all triggering because I didn't have enough room in my binder for all the new alt art cards I've gotten over the last like six months. So I went through and cleaned my binders out. And the first thing I did is I said, every non name pilot that's not in CIS or Empire is gone. Like I kept TIE fighters and I kept um, I did keep a few A-wing ones just in case I want to fly an A-wing swarm one of these times. But for the most part, I've got I got rid of all um, generics <coughs> out of there. Um, so the question is, 
they obviously do not like generics, but here we're seeing generics showing up again and again. Is this like their way of helping us, like giving us some sort of generic back that is preloaded so we don't have to worry about like trying to build it and then but giving us like the ability to have cheaper cost um, units that we can start putting and filtering into our squats? Yeah, my assumption. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, or go ahead, Alex. Yeah, Uh, my assumption was that like these pilots, Scimitar 1, Scimitar 6, Scythe 6, those are just AMGs like generic pilot, but because they're named, you can only bring one of them, so you can't spam them. Like that, that makes the most sense in my mind. So it's like, hey, look, you can have your generic pilot for some reason because you want to be like a fleet commander, uh, but like you're not going to break the game. Yeah. And, and if they give us unique abilities, right? And they give us, like, let's say one of those bombers has some pretty, like, Deathfire had a pretty cool, unique thing that we'd not seen before. What if they give one of these other bombers something really cool? You're going to want to take it, right? You know, like, and, and I won't like those jingoists. Remember those ISB jingoists? They they did, though. They gave us those. And those were, like, freaking meta forever <laughs> um, because yeah. of their cost. And those had a really cool ability that annoyed a lot of people, including myself, um, all the time. So, like, is this their way of giving us generics that are not really generic, that are a little bit more important, but they they say, hey, listen, screw you guys. We, we don't want to we don't want you guys to break the game and run a bunch of generic garbage unless you're in CIS. And then we're going to give you crappy generics that don't work very well and let you run them and then not win and then switch to anyway. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with Alex. I think this is actually AMG's way of actually giving us generics, but limiting the amount of generics that you can have in the list there. Like, it would be interesting to see if they actually bring out standout loadout cards for, like, unnamed pilots, you know, that have, like, that that generic title um, that don't have a chassis ability, uh, or rather a pilot ability, right? They just have upgrades. Um, that would be a great way to have these... Um, have those generics come back into the game um they're they're balanced correctly for what they can do um i mean we've seen it already uh in the in the mando pack right with the um the the mandalorian generic pilots uh, for the rebels you know you can uh, limit two uh to bring them in uh same thing over in scum right Uh, so we've seen this already happen before um and that's something that is design space that can um, that can work in the future uh, for for future scenario packs. So we can absolutely think uh, we can absolutely get those type of generics coming forward um, in these kind of packs and to help fill out the rest of the factions. Yeah. Another question that's kind of come in that somebody brought up is, um, do you feel this these these this favors the rebels heavily? And so I will say it depends on what they price the defenders at. As of right now, I do not feel that this favors the rebels outside of the fact of Lando and Wedge. Like, I think Lando and Wedge are, if priced correctly, are like home runs. They're just knocked out of the park right now. Um, That Wedge is super totes, my goats. (laughs) Um, And Lando is pretty good. Again, if they bring Lando in at like an eight or something like that, you're not you're you're not running Lando. (laughs) It's just you're not you're not going to do yeah. that. Um, I might run Orlando at eight. All right, I hate you, absurd. Alex. All right, <laughs> so, it, for the meta, you are not running that Lando at eight. But you know, like if they moved all the if they if they ban, let's say they ban Bistan, which I actually feel they could just do that. We could just get a banning for Bistan, 
pretty quickly, right? And that's an easy like now you have to choose between Han and Lando. Like you could take Han with veteran, you know, turret gunner, but like that Lando, in my opinion, is better <laughs> than a veteran turret gunner Han. Um, so I feel it, it for me it goes into the pricing, which I hate to say, but if they give me some six point defenders and um some four points and three point uh interceptors, it's it, I I do not feel that it is slated heavier towards the rebels. I, I do not want those defenders to be six points. I know you don't. But I, I, I'm not saying you do. I don't care oh, what you want. I don't oh. want Lando to be seven points, but I don't want to be Han, I don't want to live in a Han Bistan meta, but here we are. You know, like why <laughs> is boy Luke five points? And you know, come on. Like I get your point, but I don't I also don't care. Like I would like if we're gonna break the game with that, give me six point defenders. Let's Hanner, let's Hanner run I mean six point to- defenders. I mean, to be fair, these defenders don't have the free evade, and in order for them to use their chassis ability, they gotta spend a shield. Um, so that makes them burn down a little quicker than the standard defenders that we have. Um, so I, I mean, yeah, give me two I'm, defenders. I'm not saying that they will, Vader but... and a Tie Fighter. That's well, for only sure their this. second chassis ability spends the smoke, <coughs> and that's just to make it a range one bonus. You still get a free lock instead of a free evade for your three through fives. That's true. Yeah, it, it, it feels like um what is it the side defender elite where you get two shots um at the expense of you not having you know the free of eight all the time so it, it does make him feel a little bit like well, the die defender the elite's really bad the upgrades yeah. on these aren't all right uh, jj jj do you uh, do you agree or do you what is your opinion uh for vader's vengeance question um, I think it, it, I agree with you. It's really going to come down to the points, right? Because the points is going to dictate what you can fit in the list with these ships. Um, and based on that, you know, it's going to determine the power level of those ships. Um, sure, everybody's going to min-max uh, the, the numbers once they come out uh, to try to get the most effective uh, combination of these pilots in there. Um, but until we find out what these go, um, I mean... Let's say by some wild coincidence uh, or craziness, they make Wedge a four-point ship. I'm not saying that's going to happen, and God, no, please don't let that happen. Uh, but if, let's say that that Wedge comes out to be like a four-point ship. Yeah, Rebels really got... A- All right, we're done with the JJ's. We're done with it. JJ just said Wedge at four points. You don't, you, you, <laughs> Are you on a podcast? Like, do you, did you, like, do you genuinely believe... Anybody is ever going to give us an I six for four points with seven health? Like Poe uh, isn't four points. I mean, I'm I'm strongly of the opinion that Sunsir fell. Uh, this Sunsir fell could be four points. Yeah, but that's not going to be seven health. Sunsir fell. You're right. It's not going to be seven health. You're right. <laughs> All right. Um, actually, it seems like this kind of uh, pack. It seems like rebels get more like big ships that you build your list around, like the Lando or like maybe the, the Tycho and the Wedge. But Empire's getting like a bunch of really strong filler ships. I mean, you can build around the defenders, sure, but like the thing in Empire is that they have a lot of like solid filler ships. So it's going to be really interesting with more options, right? Like, see, you have the three-point bombers, and those are pretty solid. Yeah, good options for four points, but if, like, 
not feeling, you know, uh, like Juno or, or Merrick, right? But like Soon Deer Val comes in at four or something. You know, that seems like a, a better upgrade for your filler ships. Like this seems like an Empire get better filler ships list. And then the Rebels might just be like, here's better things to build around. That's not Han. Yeah, that's true. So. Now, the uh, the side tangent I wanted to go is the bottom part of that that box where it says game contents, right? So we got the 20 standard loadout pilot cards, which we know what those are. Uh, with the five scenario future cards, which are going to be the bridge of the Star Destroyer along with the turbo lasers. We get 15 ship tokens, two scenario exclusive damage trackers, five upgrade cards. That's the part that I'm like, what? upgrade cards are we going to get on this particular pack do you think are we getting upgrades for some of the 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 stuff that's already on some of these cards like you know special upgrades for other ships for custom pilots i don't know i guess that's that's a good point give me one second i have like a an soc pack upstairs i can see if that also says upgrades on the back all right, go f- go find it, baby. We'll come back to that. Yeah, I, I have one um, <laughs> next to me. I should have told them before he took his headphones off. Like, there's literally right one up. like just around the corner. <laughs> I could just grab it, but that's okay. Um, so <clears throat> the 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 last piece of this that I kind of want to talk through before we get into some sort champs is the rumor I heard was this is going to drop in February, like mid to late February. That's the rumor I heard on it. Now, here's the deal. Do you think that we're going to get a major points update or just a soft, you know, kick you over the curve? And I say this because I'm going to caveat this, right? And I caveat this by saying the pure fact that we have a haven't had a points update since May. We are going into worlds. A lot of people have aggressively complained about this. This is not a unknown quantity. If they took all year because they knew this pack was coming out, they could balance around this pack. Do you think that we're going to get a major points shift? So or not? I I think we'll end up getting two. Uh, the first one will be to uh, provide the points for this particular pack. Um, they may include one or two uh, different ships, um, like not related to this pack, where they might uh, adjust some of their points or anything just in time for worlds. Um, but I don't expect a major shakeup. Um, I do, however, expect the shakeup after worlds is complete, and hopefully, we'll get um, a, a big points update to kind of change up the for the next season of competitive play. Um, I know that the season technically ends at the end of this month, um, and and that's what they've they've said previously. Um, at the end of this month is where the competitive season for 2023 ends, um, but I don't foresee them putting in a full points update uh, to go along with this release until after Worlds, honestly, um, just because uh, number one, the amount of staff at AMG uh, that that would have to uh, be used to dedicate to run all those points and rebalancing um, when they're trying to focus their attention at getting the last uh, few big events that are going to happen um, and also set up for Worlds and all the other stuff that they may or may not announce at Adepticon. 
uh, for it. Um, and typically Worlds is uh, their event of the year. So it uh, it does take considerably a lot more resources for them to put that on to take of it and their small staff. So um, I, I don't see points up there until afterwards. Alex, what do you think? Um, in relation to what? Do you think that we're going to get a big points update or a decent size points update uh, when this pack, if, <coughs> if this pack releases before Worlds? Or do you think that we're more likely to just get these points as an update? Uh, it'd be really cool if we got more points, but I don't think we will. I think they'll just release it at the point value and let people uh, brew from there. Sad day. All right, Alex, give us the update, man. What does it say on the box? Okay, so boy did not have any upgrade cards listed on the back. Siege of Coruscant did. It has three upgrade cards listed on the back. So I'm going to assume that the five in here are one for each turbo battery and then the one for the command bridge. Ah, boo. Because that would make sense. <laughs> because Siege of Coruscant didn't come with any upgrades, right? Yeah, that's true. So I don't think this one would be. Because you can't use upgrades on standard loadout cards. Right, but it could have been like, oh, by the way, we're going to Arata, like the Falcon title or <laughs> something. Here, like, right. <laughs> the Stein <laughs> part is coming in this one. Okay. Turns out he died <laughs> before Battle of Endor. I don't think we'll see that. I think you're dreaming, JJ, if you you want that. I dream the dreams of the people who want <clears throat> to be done. I mean, I would love new points and like some new balance and stuff, but it's also two months away from Worlds with a major release coming in between. We'll I say give it to people. That's what I say. Like you want to shake you want to shake everything up, give us some points changes. Oh yeah, I would I would love that. Like, uh, but, yeah, you know. I would like it too because I'm friends with you and we can plan together and I'll come out to Detroit for a weekend and we can play X-Wing all weekend long and just test it. I'll just drag my whole kit. We'll just test everything. All right, we're going to build this. All right, does this work? No, this doesn't work. They should bump up Afro by one point so I can have Babu and Contraband. <laughs> okay. All right, so for the final part of tonight, we're going to go do our pattern analyzer segment and look at what is the meta telling us, and is there anything new? So the first store champ we have comes to us from Game Chamber, um, which I is a weird name for a store, but I guess it's Canada, so what can you say? Um, game chamber in Canada. They had a store championship that Ryan took down and look, there's somebody I know named Desi and Desi is running a unique list here, folks. But Alex, what is the first list that you see here? The winner of the tournament, Ryan. And why is there no Ray in this list? Did he forget there is uh, that Ray existed? <laughs> Nobody liked Ray for some reason. <laughs> but yes, this is um, mostly a 5T70. It's 4T70s and Zori, which we see fairly frequently. But there's one interesting upgrade that's new and different. 
So it just has a LO with HLC Heroic Marksmanship. Snap with HLC R68. That's the reroll Predator droid. You see those a lot. Those are, I'm going to say, the most common upgrades that you see on them. I uh, got Veniza Doza with Barrage Rockets Marksmanship, which makes sense. Got Zori with Dorsal R4, uh, Plasma Torp Wartime, most common Zori uh, upgrade you see. And then this Madman takes after me and is flying Nimi with Prockets Ammunition Failsafe. Because Nimi is just when you attack, it is not like primary. So if you get one blank in your pockets, that's funny because you can just convert that to a focus. And oh, man, right. that's nasty. I didn't even think of that. Jeez. You just have to line up the pocket at right at uh, I2. I2. Yeah. No problem. You know how easy that would be if you had Lando? <laughs> I mean, if they're flying against a lot, all those Afros on the board, you know, without uh, Babu, I mean, it's, it's going to be easy. <laughs> yeah, I think it also works if you're like there's a gauntlet in there or if you are worried about facing um decimators right you know like this is yeah. like i'm pretty sure nimi can line up a shot on a decimator and get a probably legitimately yeah. line up a shot on han with a rocket yeah. like any large base ship you can you can do unless hot and boosts or something crazy good cool then you don't have a double tapping Han. fair enough like, i guess that's yeah so um i i like it i like the change i like nimi i i wouldn't fly this list but it's solid enough. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it, it shows you the versatility of those T70s, being able to change them in and out. Notice they didn't get rid of Timon or Elo for Nimi. Because <laughs> like, uh, there's always kind of a weird thing of what do you even put on Nimi because she doesn't have a talent slot or anything. So typically it's like M9G8 and the Terracer and one point left over, you know. So um, you might as well just throw a rocket on there. You got nine points. Munition failsafe is good enough that you don't need a, her ability with the focus and munitions failsafe is probably good enough that you don't need a lock. And if you do, you have a failsafe. That's true. All right. The next list is brought to us by our very own Desi. We have a showing of Yoda, baby. That's my favorite pilot. I love me some Yoda. Uh, Patience, Brilliant Evasion, which I don't like, but um, I'll give you credit for running for running it. Um, and Shield Upgrade, Lumi with Patience, R7A7, and CLT. Shock T with Patience and C10P, the chopper, the chopper of all chopperists. And Obi-Wan SOC and Anakin SOC. So this is a five ship, which I think we've seen. You know what? Now that I think about it, Desi, I think you ran in another tournament and played this. But mm -hmm. um, this is a very defensive list. Um, and I love the chopper. Um, I love the chopper call. That's just yeah. like Shakti carrying chopper is hilarious. Like, that's just uh, music to my ears. Yeah, Why definitely. is chopper even allowed in in republic like that that should just not be a thing i mean he he was in a y-wing when Chera discovered him during the clone wars was there a dead jedi outside of there no uh no clone <laughs> let you have your one champ card uh, and you know it's funny um i don't own 
four patience cards i found out i only own three <laughs> i found that out this weekend when i went through all my cards i like because they started downsizing like i used to keep eight cards of everything that was not unique just in case i wanted to run it on eight units and now that we don't have that meta anymore i was just like i'm gonna stick all that shit in a box um but i only have three patients i found out i don't know if i've ever ran three patients cards now i i gotta say this the synergy in this list is really really good right so it, first let's take a look at obi-wan and anakin right the siege of coruscant versions now they they work off of each other um so essentially after they execute their maneuvers they can spend uh, a force to either perform a barrel using anakin's ability or uh, perform a boost using obi-wan's ability so that allows them to get that reposition by spending a force if they happen to spend that force they have yoda which uh, allows him to um, spend his force uh, instead of their own force. Uh, so he becomes that force battery for the rest of the list. And you also have Shock T uh, that can spend her force at the end of the round to make sure that those, uh, her friendlies can hang on to extra uh, the tokens that they have on there. It could be like an evade or focus token. So you can send in Obi-Wan and Anakin um, to be essentially double modded um, if they need to uh, for their engagements. And then you can use Patience to uh, recover both of your force the following turn. And then you have Chopper, uh, which provides you that red evade. And so he flips into a jam uh so now you're jamming people while providing uh, making sure that the rest of your list has tokens and yoda's being that battery to uh completely power all this and then on top of that you got lumi uh who is using her uh force to reduce the attacks uh, as long as you don't you're not in the attacker's bullseye uh using her ability and she can also use yoda's ability uh to use that multiple times so you can actually potentially use that five times in one round um, if uh, if Yoda is full up on force and uh, just negate five dice completely. Uh, so it's uh, it, it is definitely a very defensive type of list uh, that can that can do a lot of work. Don't forget, like at the end phase, Shakti hold green tokens thing. You can spend Yoda's force as well. So you can do it to like, I mean, your whole Everybody. list, I guess, theoretically, but like Mm-hmm. Uh, just walking in there with an evade or two. It's it after feels, reposition. It feels like it feels like Kraken from CIS, but better. Yeah, that's what it feels right. like. It feels like man, you better be really good at bullseye and flying these uh, these Edas because there's there's not a lot of health in those lists. All right, and, and, this is uh, and, JJ's new list here. You're gonna fly this shoot uh, I mean, for three one two. And if you think about it, right, you're you essentially recharge three force, right? Because you have the end of turn force recovery, and then you have patience, which gives you two more force. So Yoda goes from spending all of his force to all of a sudden having three full force. Like that's insane. That's well, really patience good. only gets you one back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it only gives you one. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Completely incorrect, but still. JJ's cheating at the game again, folks. Here we go. I feel like Marcel just changing my own rules. You know. That's so right. this is what we're gonna do. We 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 need a segment where we go through and find all the times JJ has incorrectly stated a card, <laughs> and then we need somebody needs to go back through and watch all his stream games and see how many times he's used that incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, do you know who would probably do really good against this list though? Ray. 
You can have all three of these you want. I'm still throwing four to five dice. <laughs> oh, and you have me. no shields? Oh, so sad, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, congratulations on Desi for getting another, like, top three spot with the, the super high skill uh, list. Yeah, this list has to be fun to fly. I don't own five Adas, by the way. I originally was going to own five of them. I bought three. My son gave me one, and then I never bought the fifth one, and then I sold one because <laughs> it was like, hey, I'll never have fly. Like, I'll say if you have the four. I mean, hey, the yeah, four seven. and a seven. Yeah. yeah I don't That's have the four seven. anymore, though. I saw. I, I sold them because it was like, I don't know. Like, what am I going to ever use four of them for? <laughs> like, I, that was back when I just had, when I decided to spend stupid amounts of money on X-Wing. Now I do not do that. So, yeah, my scum list would love this too because all those deplete tokens are red tokens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now we will uh, take a, a quick uh, announcement here, uh, coming from the three one two league. Uh, it is official. Uh, Chris has uh, carried it out on not facing me for next week's matchup. Uh, he what? will instead be playing against my captain Jammin. Uh, so unfortunately, we're not going to see the JJ versus Chris uh, matchup next week for three one two. So. Jamming that guy in GSP that's always in the scum chat. I talked to him a lot. Yes. Nice. Well, that's sad. <laughs> the last one. Well, I'm sad on. now. I wanted to fight JJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, looking, I would the- fly this. We could, we would, yeah, you fly Republic. I fly Republic. We could literally have just done an ADA off. That's what we should have done. It's just an eight off. So many, so much bullseyes. Gosh. Are you guys like split into like time lines, like the prequel trilogies? And, like, uh, the my team trilogies? did. My team did that. Yeah. Cause oh. like, well, what happened is so now you're, you're now you're tangenting us, but what happened was on my team, like I just, I just posted the chat and said, Hey, I'll fly whatever you guys don't want to fly. I don't care. Like this is, this is going to be my, uh, for fun time. Like, just so everybody knows, like, I'm not going to be serious. I'm just going to literally fly for fun list things that I feel things that I would like to put on the table, but I can't. So I, they each picked um, Matt plays with has been jamming FO lately. And um, the other gentleman, uh, 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 what's his name? Tim. Tim. Mm-hmm. Yep. He he says that he um, has played Rebel and Empires. And so I said, well, all right. Well, you can have Rebel Empire. And I said, Matt, you just want resistance too. We'll just call it a day. We'll just like take everybody. We'll take one thing except for scum. We just won't take scum. Um, Tragic. And it's not because if I'm going to fly scum, I might as well just fly CIS because I like it better. So anyway, the last list, JJ, what did Jamie bring? So we got another Republic list uh, making the top here. So we got Oddball, the SOC version, and the Arc 170. Uh, we got an appearance of Bo-Katan Kreese in the Gauntlet. Uh, she's traveling with Wolfpack, Kit Fisto, the Swivel Wing, and Gauntlet title. Um, I had to go and actually take a look at what the uh, Kit Fisto did, but essentially you can't. Oh, spend Kit Fisto's force. legit. Yeah, you can spend a force to uh, to allow yourself or another friendly to take a red bay token for that force um we got r2d2 in the y wing with dorsal turret c3po and synchronized console uh we got boost with dedicated slider with dedicated and then the siege of coruscant kickback in the torrent uh to round off that list uh man that is a 
that is a very interesting list. Uh, seeing Bo-Katan crease with Kit Fisto and uh, Wolfpack. Uh, you got a lot of rerolls here with Dedicated, and you can uh, give off that evade to whoever you need to with Kit Fisto. Uh, you, you can definitely make this a very uh, defensive list if you wanted to uh, with this. And then Boost and Slider are just excellent chips to uh, going contest objectives. And, uh, and you got some solid offense with Oddball, Bo-Katan, and Kickback. And on top of that, you can use Bo-Katan's ability to, um, to provide somebody with the target lock using her ability. Uh, so it's a, it's a very, very solid list. Oh, you, you don't even, like, there is something you could do that is disgusting in this list. And that is with Kit Fisto, because Kit Fisto is 0-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Um, You can do that to Oddball. And then it's a red action, so then Oddball oh, gets yeah. the lock and also can pass the evade with Born for this. Oh, man, I didn't think of that. Oh, man. I, I was I actually thinking of the Sync Console uh, link, too, uh, with, uh, with the the Bo-Katan lock, but man, that is so good. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah, I, I, did, a, I did another arc with, I did a Sinker, because that was Cruise Slot with Kid Fisto and SOC Oddball. And it's really silly because you just roll up with the focus and you're like, Kit Fisto, get an evade and a lock. I still have my focus. Oh, I'm going to pass off my evade. Oh, then you shot oddball. Cool. I'm going to pass off my focus too. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, Bo-Katan is a, a ship that's been slip, slept on for so long that just seeing like little combos like this, I, I think is, is a solid ship now. It's a very decent ship. I still don't oh, like Pokemon oh. in in Republic at all, but Kid Fisto's cool. Yeah, and Kid Fisto at minimum is an eight point four screw. So like, yeah. it's eight points for four screw. That's yeah, we'll give you that's an crazy. Too, if like, yeah, you don't mind doing a blue next turn. Yeah, and your Pokemon, you're probably not going very far anyway. So, yeah. um, I like Wolfpack in that list. Um, you don't utilize it too much between like kickback and r2d2 and boost and slider but i like that as an option to have wolfpack on because wolfpack is a great upgrade that no one ever runs yeah i don't know if it's better though than taking contraband or mando optics or something like that i don't know maybe you don't you probably don't need the mando but maybe contraband like i don't know i like contraband on those things i just do so I mean, R2-D2 is three points, kickbacks three points. If you take those out, you get a six-point ship. There's not really good six-point ships in Republic, so then you take in one of the the Zs, and now you have a solid two four-point ships. That can use Wolfpack. would be pretty good. All right. The next one, Mythic Games, Colorado. They did a top cut. No, they did not do a top cut. But they had a lot of people at this one. I think they had like 27, something like that. Definitely some unique lists in this. Um, we're seeing another appearance of Mando. Um, that is Alex's favorite ship that he thinks everyone should fly in scum. Um, we're also seeing, oh my God, JJ. Hey, JJ. Hey, JJ. Did, so, did something win with a ship that you said wasn't popular today? Wait, did something just go 4 and 0 at a store chain? Oh, this not, you know, that's not the first time we've seen broadside show up right like I, I don't know if you don't pay attention to the rest of our streams but broadside's <laughs> been showing up quite a bit so i feel i feel 
like you claiming broadside and slider are not somewhat meta staples is a little ridiculous here because I'm, I, <laughs> I, I feel we just saw, we just saw that. I, I don't know. I don't know where I saw that. Maybe Alex, where, where do so, we just see slider? And, and, and are we seeing a broadside? I, where, where have we seen these before? You know, and slammer, right. And not slider. Yeah, no, no I know, but slider was in the one above it. Oh, yeah. So I, I gotta say, I feel like this is a three-one-two list because of the um, the the whole bounty for winning with Slammer on, on your list. Like I felt like he took that challenge personally and decided to win a store championship with it. I, I don't know, maybe because this list not only has Slammer, right? Not only has <laughs> Slammer, but it also has Ahsoka Tano in it, right? Yeah, and we we well, aren't huh? seeing Ahsoka all the time. Um, in, in, in lists, but in this list, you have six ships. Why not run Ahsoka? Two Jedi's pretty good. No pay or oh, and she even has patience. Oh my god, she even has patience too. Oh, ah. Alex, what is this list? We're not gonna let JJ talk about it. JJ can make no comments <laughs> because JJ doesn't think broadside's very good, he thinks it's so off meta that he's like breaking, breaking news in his list. Good. I did not say it wasn't good. I just said it's not meta. It, it, but it, uh, obviously, I mean, I'd probably it take is. like four or five ships over broadside, but you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so this is SOC Anakin in the ETA. It's got CLT Ahsoka <laughs> with R4P17 and Patience. Uh, it's so tough to justify flying Delta 7 Ahsoka. It is four points, but the 7B Ahsoka is so good. But that's six points, and that's real rough to justify. And you got a SOC kickback and SOC axe, both of those in the torrents. And then you got another torrent with slammer. The I one I can slam every other turn, even well stressed torrent, um, which is kind of funny with barrage rockets and dead eye shot. Don't want the munitions fail safe just in case. And then uh, broadside with ion cannon turret R4P and seismic charges. Um, slammer. <laughs> you can do the three straight 3K. I guess. I don't I mean, you can you can do whatever you want. You can do two talent to two talent. Who cares? Well, no, I guess you can't do the you can't do the no. red maneuver after you're stressed, but you can slam yeah. while stressed. So you can do like the 3K into a three straight, clear your stress and be where you were exactly, but face the other direction. Yeah, Desi, you have a new challenge. How can you take an I want torrent? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, all right. So we, we we have to talk about Slammer a little bit though, because that's it. it, it I don't know. It's so let's let's talk about what it does because honestly I I am not familiar with Slammer at all. So after you fully execute a maneuver, you could spend two charges to perform a slam action, even while stressed. Now I have a question though. If you're going to perform a slam action, you're then taking the disarm, right? Yep. Yep. So is this is it like in this list? Is it the objective getter that just says, "Hey, come get me"? Either come kill this ridiculously low cost ship. I mean, like, you don't have to slam every other turn, right? It's just kind of cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like to me, it seems really good. If you're, if, if somebody, something wants to joust you, you just, 
you know, what, four straight, slam into another four straight, go right past them, pick up that objective, go around the churn. I don't know. Well, if you're getting a crate, you can't slam anymore. Okay, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I just, uh, uh, Slammer's okay. It's three points, and you don't want or own a V wing, I guess. Um, and I, it's five health. I don't. I don't particularly like torrents. <laughs> we we know. Um, if you had Plo Koon, though, you can remove that disarm token, which would be really funny to me. Oh man, yeah, that would be really funny. <laughs> but it seems a little unnecessary to. Spend the force to remove the disarm token so your I1 torrent can shoot. <laughs> but yeah, it's probably pretty solid for assault, right? Yeah, I think so. Or if uh, even even on salvage, right? Like if you put in uh, a crate in an area where your opponent is less likely to go get it, you can go and contest it i mean you know how many times people set up like sabine by herself to go get a crate that's back there while the rest of us goes forward uh set in slammer slammer go in he'll grab the crate before sabine can and now sabine has to try and catch you and and uh and try to knock off that crate yeah it shouldn't be hard to catch you because you're a torrent and you're slow as hell and you can't slam with a crate <laughs> well she can only two straight and you can one straight so good luck <laughs> <laughs> she has a role. She can get out of there. She doesn't have to be behind you. But yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> a slammer is very uh, niche. We'll put it that way. Yeah, it takes uh, some serious skill. Definitely. All right. What is the next list that we have here? So we got an empire list there. We got uh, Mornicky uh, making an appearance in the Decimator with Ruthless, Death Troopers, Fifth Brother, uh, the Thermal Detonators and Dauntless Title. We got Countdown in the TIE Striker with Lone Wolf Shield Upgrade. And then Tomex Bren, this is uh, the standard loadout version with True Grid Plasmas and Ions. And then the SSP Vader, the Swordback Vader with the Hate Ion and Afterburners uh, to round off this list. Uh, definitely very strong four-ship list for the Empire being able to uh, really control your opponents with those Death Troopers. And uh, Countdown is just a menace to take down. If you don't dedicate at least two ships uh, to try to take down Countdown, it's going to be just really, really hard to uh, to get any damage through on that ship there. Uh, meanwhile, Morna and Vader are just there to just punish really, really hard. Uh, Morniki being able to use uh, Fifth Brother to get crits reliably uh, with that ability and uh, just controlling more with thermals. Uh, it's uh, it's a really strong list. Man, it's tough to justify thermals instead of like, well, no, never mind. You got Fifth Brother. You can't take Agile. Never mind. Yeah. Ugh, Agile is so good though yeah agile would be really good yeah but you got dauntless so i mean even if you bump you can rotate yeah all right the next list is grand lotus alex what is that list uh well this is another interesting <laughs> republic list uh so you have soc anakin and soc oddball pretty standard you got Wolf with uh, R4P, VTG, and Expert Handling. It's generally what you see if uh, you're bringing customized Wolf. It has my boy Contrail with Bash, R4P, and Shield Upgrade. 
Um, and then Audi Gallia with Chopper, Debris Gambit, and CLT. So they took like Duncan's list and split the Anakin 7B into SOC Anakin and Contrail. Which makes sense. Um, it's nice to see Adi Gallia uh, make an appearance, right? You know, not maneuver though. So, oh, well, you have Trapper Debris Gambit and an ability that can provide some offense. Other than like Plocoon could do the same thing, Chopper to regambit, but he also gets patience. But his ability is more supportive, and Adi can kind of just do things on her own. Yeah. <clears throat> the last list we have here is a scum list by Chewbacca with a K, with K Chewbacca instead of C. This is this is the Hick version of Chewbacca. <laughs> I can see the Chewbacca with the straw hat. Little anyway. Um. So we have Fen-Ra with Beskar, Predator, Fearless, Mando with the Razor Crest title, Optics, and the Child, Lee Mackay with Watchful <laughs> Astromech Cluster Missiles and Dorsal Turret, Bosk with Expert and Marksmanship, and then Leighton Ashar with HLC and Elusive. Why does Leighton just not have an eye in cannon here? Is it <laughs> like, why would you just not? Uh, how often are you lining up the bolt? I guess you're an I4, right? I, I guess uh, you're an I4. Is it I4, right? I thought Leighton was three, three. Yeah. She's a three. Yeah. No, the real. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, hmm. I guess the points, right? Because HLC is one less than uh, than ion cannon. Sure, yeah, you could get your elusive in there, but I just feel Ion Cannon. I would have gone with a missile, honestly. Um, but just put on I, a snapshot. I mean, snapshot. <laughs> Nine points. Yeah. Alex, sure. would you really run snapshot on? Yeah. I'd run it over ability. HLC elusive. Okay. Yeah, would you run it over Ion you... Cannon or concussion uh, missiles? I'd not run. I wouldn't run it M3. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Gassed. So <laughs> snapshot is, is actually a decent choice because your ability does trigger when you attack or you defend. Um, and so you can snapshot and then get a free evade. So that, that is something. Or if you hit with snapshot, cool. You just got free damage, right? Exactly. You don't always have yeah. to just try to go for the evade, but yeah, it does kind of play into her ability a little bit. That, but that I, Lima, I, though, no, that I know. Me. I was gonna say that Lima. I could hear. I could hear your frustration for no R four P eleven. Oh yeah, I, I don't understand it either. I don't understand why. Uh, it's a cluster missile thing, I guess. But everybody wants it. Let's put Lima Kai really close. So that, so that it dies right away. That's yeah. that's just <laughs> either. Um, I don't know. They made the top right. seven. They hit a three. They went three and one. So. Yeah, I mean, that's still pretty good, man. God, I just, yeah. What What are you running into that you would just be like, yeah, man, I need watchful astrobact. I <laughs> often find myself in the middle of everyone around, so I have to rotate my turn, and I want that red calculating, so I can't escape next round because I'm doing well, blue. I mean, sometimes, you know, the board state changes, and you need to do that three bank and then barrel to get behind somebody or out of their front arc. Well, then you um, don't get it with the 
the oh, last, yeah, that's, last right. track. that's only yeah, when you rotate and reload. Rotate. Yeah. 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 True. Good point. You're just diving in there and you're like, you know what? Reload. Don't want a shot. Yeah. Good point. I don't. I, uh, 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 like watchful's two points, which is like, sure. There's not a lot for two points, but like R4 is two points. R4, as well, yeah, R4 is, is definitely a solid option there. I mean, you, you're probably not reloading your cluster missiles. Like, if you did, maybe congratulations. Maybe you like, your opponent let you flank with Lima and then get off four cluster missile shots, and now you have to reload by other people. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to Virginia. Another top four. Mr. Paul Heaver, make it top four. Oh, wait, sorry. It's even worse because of the red reload on the Y-Wing. You can't even do it with the reload. <laughs> it's just rotating. Now we can go. I'm sorry. I'm just, I feel personally attacked. We have the St. Louis one. Mystic, just be patient. Your name's in there. We see your <laughs> no, name I in there. Wait. I can't wait. Don't, don't worry. You, we say, we're saving you your, yours for last. There's a reason Missouri is last tonight. Um, and it's because there's double double Landos in there. Um, so let's go through Virginia. Uh, they did a top four. They had enough people to get a top four. Um, I guess I'm glad I don't live in Virginia because I swear to God, Paul Heaver goes to every damn event. <laughs> like he's always at the event and always making. Can you imagine? Like, oh, I get to go to one event. Oh, Paul Heaver just ruined my day. <laughs> like like, he's time. usually there, and so is Duncan Howard. And so, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Thank God I don't live in that area. Um, so this one is uh, had a top four. A couple of fun lists. Um, so the third list by Metal Carnage, we're not going to cover because it's your standard Han, Luke, Wedge, Keo, Sabine list. But I didn't feel like cutting it out because it was like, eh, that's extra work. And um, I didn't want to do that. Uh, so the winner, the winner here uh, is Travis Johnson. Who is Mal- Malakorv? I don't know why. Is that it? Am I correct in this? Yeah, yes. I believe so. Yeah. All right. Uh, and he brought Zori with R4, Wartime, Plasmas, and Dorsal. Elo with Heroic and Swarm Tactics. Um, Temin with R68, Heroic and Ferrisphere, Jess with M9G8 and Electronic Baffle, and then Lulo with Shield Upgrade, Marksmanship, and Predator. So, Alex, the first question I'm going to ask is, why is Jess got Electronic Baffle over Heroic? It, like, Jess does not have a talent slot. Okay, well, there's the answer then. Because I was a little confused why in God's Great Earth you would be running that over Heroic. Um, Shows you how often I run resistance. <laughs> um, uh, I I don't know. This is a, I I do not like swarm tactics on Elo. I'm sorry. I just I'm not going to get over that. I don't think. I think that's just me. Maybe me being a dick. I don't know. I just do not. I, mean, I don't. We it, saw it on three one two stream today too. So yeah, you know, it, see it a lot. It, it just depends on the formation, right? Because Temin can really 
uh, work on his own uh, or working from another vector. Same thing with Lulo. Um, you want to keep Zori close by to another ship that's going to give her actions. Uh, so Jess is definitely a nice um, companion for that. And if you can keep Elo nearby to Jess, now you have four uh, ships engaging at I-5 and then Temin engaging at I-4 to be the finishing shot. Um, so you, if you're looking to eliminate a ship that you can... Um, they can like focus all your targets on uh, it's it, it could be a very strong like offensive piece there yeah i'm sure it's mainly used for jess pavo so you have yeah. a whole bunch of shots at i5 yeah um a 9g8 target though that's the interesting thing because that lo doesn't have predator it's got heroic jamming team instead yeah but man m9g8 on lulo is so good just getting that reroll yeah. out the rear arc is critical so I wonder which one you have nine G eight. I th- I would personally do Lulo, but I can definitely see. Yeah, I I would say Lulo. Yeah, Lulo is probably the best option for that. Um, although if you're sending ten, well, Temin Temin does have it, but you don't always get the bullseye. But he's got her um, sixty eight. Like other people yeah, can bullseye and look at the rerolls. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I think Lulo is definitely the candidate for N nine G eight. Definitely. All right. Alex, the next list has an Ezra in it. Somebody wanted to run some cool Ezra cards. What? What? Okay. What is this list? <laughs> so, um, someone played early 2.0 and they're like, yeah, no, Han Solo didn't change from them, right? Because this Han Solo has <laughs> the Falcon title, engine upgrade, novice tech, and lone wolf. Which, uh, was really good in 2.0 like that Kanan on there was really good um novice tech is actually really nice because you can re-roll the novice tech die if you do get a hit yeah this is uh, like this, a cory build cory likes this this style of build yeah, that's how we always built our uh han solos <laughs> uh for a really really long time I and mean, we had a trick shot instead of lone wolf but that's how josh and i ran han solos uh, back in early 2.0 it's got boy Luke, you got Beskar, Sabine. And for the remaining six points, you bring Ezra in a gauntlet without Hera. Um, so you have the, the Night Brother title, Contraband, Magva, all really good. And then instead of spending your four points on Hera, you spend on marksmanship and heightened perception instead. Uh, which is interesting. <laughs> um like it's i mean it's a gauntlet people aren't good against gauntlets because no one plays them right so it's it's interesting i wouldn't use heightened perception though you only got one force yeah and it's niche but like (laughs) again marksmanship and heightened perception can just be hera and crew hera is super good on ezra and what is crew hera tell us what it is alex if you're gonna if you're gonna reference it crew hera doesn't do anything now, uh, Crew Hera lets you execute <sighs> red maneuvers while stressed. There you go. And if you fully execute a red maneuver, if you have three or less, or sorry, three or more stress tokens, uh, you remove one stress and suffer a damage, which doesn't happen like super. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know when it happens? You know when it happens? There's only one time it happens when you get the panic pilot card. <laughs> That's when it happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but being able to stop 
like multiple turns in a row, super good, but like stopping you trigger Ezra's ability. That's kind of like uh brilliant evasion or like a double hit focus conversion off just one force. Uh and you get the Knight Brother uh title ability. So after you do like a non-blue, if you're still stressed, you can spend two to get a focus or an evade. Yep. And you can also have contraband. <laughs> yep. So you can like contraband, stop, get a free evade, take a target lock, and then as a as there's ability to convert two of those focuses with one force, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that Ezra. Um, I wish I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I wish Ezra had a few more points. Um, but I agree with you. Like the heightened perception seems a little weird in this list. I don't know. Just me. Yeah, I mean, like same thing for me with Mace, but like Mace really doesn't have a lot of options, but it's like, cool, you can I guess if you're going to die, you can still get a shot off. And but you know it'd be like cool. Waste of three points. Let's ra- let's run Ezra and Chopper together. How about that. Can you run Ezra, Chopper, Kanan, or not Kanan? Um, Callus. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, you can. You can. Yeah. Mm, that leaves one point though. Uh, too bad. Never mind. You can still run it. Just give. Yeah, no one's gonna do that. <laughs> no one's gonna give a point up, JJ. That's not how the like unless it's broken. Why no not just run Ezra, Chopper, and you know Han? You, you you're still giving a point up, then you know. I was I thinking thematic rebels. Kanan, Ezra, put put Maul on Kanan, and Ezra and Han, Orlando, or whatever. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, the last list, Paul Heaver, JJ, what is that? It looks pretty similar, except for we have some BB-8 appearance, but not in the ship. Yeah, so we got the we got Ludo uh, with shield upgrade, crack shot, uh, Jess and Papa with R2-D2. Uh, we got Elo Atsi with the R68 and crack shot, Timon Wexley with MNG8 and Predator, and Caracoon uh, with BB-8 and Predator. Uh, to round off this list, so uh, definitely you're using that R2D2 for uh, Jess's ability, or you can use it to uh, regen the shield if you need to, just depending on what the situation is. I feel like this list can actually be played a lot more loosely in formation um, to to do whatever you need to, to um, depending on the situation, because uh, you're not really tethered to anybody. I mean, just can be close by to somebody if you need to. Um, but she does have be. Her ability doesn't work unless. Yeah, yeah. But you're not having to run like a group of three, right? You can just tether her like next to Elo um, to um, to like just generate that, that those rerolls there. Um, BB-8 on Caracoon is an awesome ability because you can use that system phase boost uh, to uh, do to use Caracoon's ability to do like a hard one. Um, so uh, that's that's actually a really spicy way to do that during the system phase. Just do a hard one and then perform your maneuver. Um, you can actually do like a full K turn that way. Uh, just do a hard one and then a hard two, um, and you're turned around and you're not stressed. Um, so that's a, a, a nice way to uh, take advantage of that particular ability. Yeah, system phase one hard boost. You know, pretty nice. Are you sure it's nice? Or is it just mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. 
All right, last one. Missouri, game night. We got Mystic in the chat. Winning the whole thing. Yeah. I think I I think I took this before he he won or they won. Yeah. Um <laughs> so that would be my guess is that's how that works. Um, but we got two appearances in Lando. Isn't that some crazy? That's crazy. Alex, look, it's your favorite. It's your favorite. And I, how about this? Okay. The top like six, there is some really cool stuff here. And that's why I wanted to go over all of the I all these lists, right? Yeah. Is because there's just some really cool stuff. I almost threw Matt Newt's uh list in there. We've seen it before. Uh, but I almost threw that in there too, because it was like, ah, that's so that's so cool. Um, but these four are the ones that won out. So Alex, what did Mystic run and win and take down the store champ with tonight? No, I'm passing on that. I am going to do the four and list because that is my friend. So okay, all right, all right. <laughs> JJ, fine, screw you. Okay. You just said both. Uh, JJ, what did Mystic run? So Mystic ran a, a resistance list. So we got an appearance of Lando Carbizian in the YT2400 uh, with C-3PO crew, Ray Gunner, Contraband Cybernetics, and the Ray Millennium Falcon title. Uh, Elo Atsy with Ferrosphere Paint, uh, the Foils, and HLC. Uh, Chorus Capellum in the Y-Wing with Dorsal Turret or Wartime Loadout. That is the uh, the token stealing uh, one, yep. if I'm if I remember correctly. Yeah, I want give um, me your token now. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And then we got Liga Fosang also in the Y wing uh, with cluster missiles and wartime loadout, and then Shasa Zara with Ferrisphere paint wartime loadout and cluster missiles. Uh, so you have uh, really three solid options for Lando to go in there and coordinate with his ability. Um, you can get him in there uh, with the uh, with their boosted being in, within range uh, to get those cluster missile shots, but if they're already in range, then you can pretty much double mod uh, these Y wings to take full advantage of their um, of their ordinance. And if you get that uh, that bullseye lined up, uh, their your opponent's not going to be able to take advantage of uh, canceling crit results. Uh, so they can absolutely push damage through. Um, I imagine if you go up against any type of decimator, you're going to just annihilate that particular ship. Um, and then Elo Atsi, uh, being that I-5 that can also punish with HLC, um, is uh, is also a very solid choice. And having Ferrisphere Paint on at least two different ships there that can uh, reposition um, and be out of those bullseyes is uh, plus just being able to either force them to discard that uh, target lock or get them stressed, uh, which helps you out to outmaneuver them for later on. Uh, so, yeah, congrats, Mystic. This is a solid list. Yeah, you've seen um, something similar. Uh, we, we brought it up in our last podcast, right, about lists to look out for. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Was Lando and like three Ys and typically Lo. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the the cluster missiles are a little bit different. Um, typically for Liga, you'd see like diamond boron missiles, and for Shadow, oh. it's like plasma torps. Uh, but you know, cluster missiles make sense because that's just if you have a lot of people all clustered together, it's literally what it's named after, right? So, uh, and then Lando just giving out whatever tokens. Still not uh, my preferred version of Lando, but we're going to get into that. All right. The runner up was the Baron himself. And I'll tell you what, it was a 17 to 11 game. 
Mystic took it. I don't. They must have to finish the um, the the roll better because uh, it doesn't show a winner for it. So, yes. Yeah, so uh, the four and who came in second. That's uh, former local uh, Mitch Wittenberg. Uh, he's a great guy. Uh, and then he moved out to Missouri. Now he's dead to me. Uh, but we were actually. <laughs> Uh, we wow, you got a house it. you could sleep at. You could go out to Missouri anytime you want, dude. It's only nine, seven to nine hours. It's nine hours for you. So it's yeah. nine hours. You could have gone to this tournament. What the hell, Alex? I can. You had a place Mitch, to stay. Mitch didn't tell me that he had a tournament. I would have gone. <laughs> I love Mitch. Um, but yeah, he uh, he he asked me. It's like so. I want to go into resistance and I was always sharing Lando stuff with him. So he's like, I want to fly Lando. And I'm like, okay, he's fun. Lando's great. And he's just like, uh, we're just bouncing back and forth. Just whatever, uh, kind of ships that he likes, you know, he doesn't really want to do like the a wings. We were talking about, it's like, well, Lulo doesn't really fit with Lando. It's Lulo ends up being tethered and that's not good for a wings. So I'm just like, you know, Jarek with a Magpul is always really good. Y-Wings are pretty popular. So he took those and changed a bunch of upgrades to fit his play style. And I believe um, him and Mystic, they were in the last round together in Swiss. And then Mitch won. Then it went to the next round. The the two other people there, I guess, already had their store champ win. So they both dropped. <laughs> So then Mystic and Mitch played like a rematch essentially in the finals. And then Mystic beat him. Revenge of the Swiss style. But uh, Mitch has Lando with Contraband, Agile, Corsella, C3PO, Heroic, which is um, almost my Lando build. I have Lone Wolf. He doesn't believe in Lando Lone Wolf. Uh, but now he's played enough green games that he's just like, yeah, I can see why you bring Lone Wolf because Lando is not always going to be at range two. Um, actually, I'm interested. Like Mystics in the chat, what do you think about <laughs> not having Ray Gunner? I mean, Agile is super nice, right? But uh, Corsella and just doing a lot more actions seems really good. Uh, Mitch also had Jarek with um, Magpulse Heroic R4 targeting computer and the title. He's got a Plasma Torp, uh, Marksmanship Heroic Allo. Then he's got the two I-3 Y-Wings, Shaza with Cluster Missiles, R-3, uh, in wartime, and then Liga with wartime and M9G8, which is a really interesting choice. Um, I believe he M9G8ed Lando for an extra offense. And technically, uh, technically, Liga can get rerolls in this list with Lando's C3PO coordinate for them to calculate. <laughs> Technically, I'm sure that never ha happens. But ah, Mystic says Ray is better. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in that camp too. I like uh, I like Ray better, but that's just. Have you played Lando? <laughs> no. Uh. I've played Resistance without Ray though. So, anyway, keep going. Oh, I I strongly disagree that Ray is better. I we like know. the flexibility that Lando offers with not having Ray. But yeah, that that's Mitch's list. It's uh, 
cool to see him actually like make a cut and do well and also go four and zero in the Swiss. Yeah. All right. The <laughs> the next list is a res or a, a rebel list. JJ, what did Captain Bojangles run? So uh, we got a showing here. We got uh, Luke Skywalker, uh, boy, uh, boy Luke Skywalker in the X-Wing, uh, something we'd see as a staple. Uh, but we got an appearance of Noah Wexley in the Y-Wing with Ion Cannon Turret, Veteran Turret Gunner, R4 Astromech, and Afterburners uh, to round off her loadout, which I did not know you could fit all that in a Y-Wing. Uh, it's nuts. Five points uh, for a reason, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and next up, we got Bodic Avenge with Predator, Mando Optics, Beskar, and uh, Reinforced Plating, QFNC with Crackshot, and Ion Missiles. And then uh, Sabine Wren with Starburst Slash, Mando Optics, Beskar, Reinforced Plating, and the A-Wing. Uh, so this actually offers a lot of control here. So uh, Nora wants to be in that range one bubble around Defender, so that way she gets an auto-evade added on to her defensive results. Uh, and being able to double tap with an ion cannon, uh, you're going to get three die primary first and then a four die attack from an ion uh, cannon for Nora. More than likely, you're going to get ionized and uh, Nora is just going to basically do laps around you uh, to uh, use that ship as the evade battery uh, that she's going to be uh, for uh, for as long as she survives there, uh, while the rest of the list comes in and takes advantage of it. Um, being ionized also helps Bodica arrange control a lot better to take advantage of the uh, Concordia face-off, uh, being able to uh, get that auto evade um, at range one, and then uh, just set yourself up for a really big uh, finishing uh, shot from Bodica to um, to deal damage there. Also, if you're taking the time to shoot at Nora um, and she's getting that free evade, Bodica is most likely going to be set up to uh, uh, punch back and have that revenge shot as well. Um, and then you got Keo with crack shot and ion missiles, uh, just allowing Keo to have a three die gun and uh, also offer that ion control and really set up those shots from Nora and Luke uh, to finish off or at least prevent you from contesting objectives. Uh, like scramble or in um, in uh, in salvage, uh, preventing you from escaping with the cargo or at least act, uh, taking the cargo action. Uh, it's uh, it's definitely a really nice control list. I like this one a lot. Yeah, it's definitely something we have not seen before. Um, I I think it's funny because John, uh, a friend of the show uh, that we used to talk with, John DeBoer, loves Nora. Like he used to run Nora all the time that was like his favorite ship to run i swear to god and um that was just a uh egg. he like soon tear fell because it messed with charles but outside of that he liked nora and he would run nora quite a bit i don't know like i i wish nora was four points personally but i can understand if she was at four points how it would probably be a little broken um because you just yeah. the probability of taking nora off the table is a lot more daunting at four points whereas at five points you're at least preventing something else because at five points you can then take sabine put her back at two right and you know you have another ability to take two points and put it somewhere uh yeah. 
I don't know. I like it. I like this list. I think it's fun um, in the aspect of this is something we definitely have not seen before. A crack shot ion missile, uh, Keo. Uh, kudos, I guess. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> ion missiles are not my jam, but um, I could see um, ionizing something or a couple of things and keeping them in place is kind of a detriment to society. The last list is by Doug Howe. Love Doug Howe. Uh, used to be part of the show, or not part of our show, but he used to, like, yeah, we talked with Doug Howe quite a bit when we first started. Um, and Doug brought Fen Rao <laughs> with Burnout Thrusters, Beskar, Plating, and Fearless. The Mando, again, with the Razor Quest and Mando Optics and the Child, Bosk with Fearless. Here you go, baby. Bosk with Fearless. <laughs> like, I, oh. that one, I'm a little confused on, but hey, cool. I guess if you're just going to kill Bosk off anyway, you might as well let him get free stuff. I don't know. Um, And then Dr. Afra with Houndstooth, Babu Frick, Han Solo Gunner, and Rook Cast. That is definitely a unique dr afra and i do doug if you listen to this let me know how often did you dock Bosk? did you start with boss docked and then eject him i don't know like that's maybe did you just bring that for lols um alex this this dr actor afra is a little bit different than the one you run you like it something cool well this is like the most popular dr afra people run i gotta say yeah yeah i mean it's good if you want like really hard hitting ship right because uh babu you're not getting your you shouldn't be getting your reinforced jammed off that would take four jam tokens to do so um so you're always reinforced uh you have han solo when you activate you can do a red focus action works with a cast you can get a strain because of her ability uh, you're probably shooting last because you're night three. So you shoot at someone, you can convert a blank to a hit and then spend your focus with Han. Um, it just sucks that you're always having to do basically a blue maneuver. And if you do bump into people, um, you're not going to use like Rook to give yourself a strain, right? You're, you're just going to get a focus, um, which is actually why you see occasionally um, Ankar Plot on Afra, because when you bump with Ankar, you can damage yourself and then still take the reinforce. Um, and mm -hmm. then do that whole Han Solo Rookcast shenanigans. So it's kind of a back and forth between which build people typically do with Afra between Babu and Ankar. I guess it kind of depends on their local meta and how much people get jammed. But uh, his one loss was actually to Mitch. Um, and he was explaining the game to me, and I'd explain to him how many times he cheated. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It's just uh, when you bump who into cheated? people, Mitch. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, they didn't catch it. Most people don't realize that, like, when you bump into someone, you cannot take that focus if you are stressed. Period. Regardless if you have contraband on or anything, right? So that happened there where he just took the stress from the contraband and then 
gave someone else an action and then boosted off of them. Also, you can't do any other actions after you do the bump stress, so you can't use Lando's ability on yourself. Uh, but, you know, this is, this is, some, both people remember those rules, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, at least he knows now and he can not do it in the future. Future. Um, I will say, like, I really, I really wish that hit tournament had been next weekend because my nephew's going out to St. Louis and I'm not going to go because I got to be on call um, starting on Sunday. So I didn't want to be out in St. Louis, be on call and just be a whole thing traveling back to Michigan. Um, my nephew's got a tournament out there. But if this store champ had been um, next weekend, I would have gone under the guise of going to watch hockey and just played X-Wing all weekend. That's what I would have done. Um, because that would have been a lot more fun than watching hockey um, with a bunch of 12 to 14 year olds yelling at each other. <laughs> um, but thank you all for joining us. It was a, I thought this was a fun, this was a fun episode. I like this. This is great coming back uh, from the new year. It's good to be back. I will tell you all, I very much missed you. Um, it was very hard to not podcast for two weeks. <laughs> um, to the point where I even told my wife, I was like, man, if they cancel X Wing, like, what am I going to do? Like, what podcast am I going to run? Like, I've, I've, I've been, po- I've, I look back, I've been podcasting for almost 10 years in d- some way, shape, or form. Not always X Wing, obviously. Um, but I've been, po- that's crazy, right? That's like, I don't know. It's like, I'm 40, so that's like a fourth of my life. Okay. It's not, but, um, <clears throat> it's 25% of my life has been spent podcasting. Um, so I don't know. Um, I do it for fun. I like this. I am very excited to be back for X-Wing this, uh, this season. I will say I'm hoping we get a, um, big point change before worlds, even though nobody else believes me, that would be amazing. I would have so much fun. Um, if we got a point change and I might even run crazy, crazy lists. Uh, but, uh, either which way, thank you all. If you have not, please subscribe to our YouTube, like us, do whatever you got to do. Fill us out on Patreon, anything you want to do to help the podcast out um, as we round into the new year. With that being said, thank you. Have a good night, and we will see you on the flippity flop. Have a good night, everybody.